0: Okay, let's get started. High, we- time. Amy.
1: <laughs> Riley. Uh, we're on our brand new mic setup. People can see on YouTube. We're trying to be in our call her daddy era.
2: Amy. I have to tell our little turtles, if you're only listening to us, you're getting about half the satisfaction you could get because you want to see this goddamn setup that Amy (laughs) set up for us. It looks amazing, right?
1: We're freaking Howard Stern up in this bitch. It
2: looks like a cross between Howard Stern, Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, and other recording legends. This is a good setup. I have a little (laughs) coffee stand for my coffee, which I saw that. (laughs) Call Her Daddy also had a little stand for Ariana ha- to have Rosé. Rosé, yeah. And I don't have to hold the mic in my hands to have my, you know, to in accordance with my mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, we're both slightly terrified that something's going to go horribly wrong because we have new microphones.
2: <laughs> and what if, what if people are listening and they're like, whoa, your audio sounds like complete
1: shit. <laughs> we're like, welcome to Turtle Talk. Hello. This is the zodiac speaking.
2: Oh man, I, I, but oh God, I am, you can, I can see the lines. I know you guys don't want to hear this much in depth in our recording setup, but I do see that my tones are definitely bleeding into English track, but we're going to hope that that is just, but that's just an anomaly.
1: Yeah, it's all good in the hood.
2: Yeah, good. I'm so glad. But yeah, Amy, I thank you so much. This setup is beautiful.
1: I think it'll be good. I, uh, yeah, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I'm still certainly a novice. We're figuring it all out. But yeah. um, yeah, it's very confusing because a lot of these YouTube people, they say, don't do what you think everyone else is doing. And I now I'm noticing every single video I watch on Instagram or TikTok of a podcast. I notice what mics they're using. Oh, right. And now I'm like, did I get the, the right ones? Like, yeah. is this the good one?
2: Well, these look good. The Howard Stern edition. And they're signed <laughs> the by. Robin Quivers microphone. I've got Howard Stern signed one. And you, you got the Robin, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Robin.
2: I've never listened to Howard Stern.
1: <gasps> it's so good. You would love it. it. Yeah. I, whenever
2: I see clips of him, like from the past, I don't like the filthy, filthy talk. Does he <laughs>
1: He's speak? a new man.
2: He doesn't do that anymore.
1: No. When he's... did it
2: when did it switch from Filthy Filthy Howard Stern to the new? I man. feel
1: like that was 90s vibe. Um that was like when they would show clips of him on like E yeah. or he had the show on E. Um he's honestly a uh, a very introspective guy. Okay. He's one of the best interviewers of all time, which wow. I think is uh I don't know, widely accepted at this point. What um, makes
2: him so incisive?
1: He just like people really open up to him. And I feel like people are disarmed by him because they think he's one way. And like
2: me. Like I'd be <laughs> like if I was ever interviewed by him, I'd be like, this is a filthy guy. He's gonna ask me yeah. filthy questions. And then when he asks me something introspective, I'd be kind of blown away.
1: Yeah. Um, no, he's great. Uh I would say I don't have serious, but I off again, on again, um, subscribe just to listen to his interviews i mostly just listen to like the celebrity interviews i'm not like full baba booey like you know yeah but, um but i love him yeah okay a lot. good and also his wife beth res- rescues cats for a living oh that's amazing Her instagram rules Well, that
2: makes him better
1: yeah he loves cats
2: has howard stern ever interviewed terry gross and then them done the reverse <laughs> and terry gross interviews him
1: possibly he did a lot of press when his book came out which was like excerpts from his interviews and i remember um was he on mark Marin? maybe i'm trying to remember but yeah he like it was being interviewed by people which is funny to see yeah that's great. he's the king of all media
2: well i love <laughs> that we were able to get these uh mics you know from uh what the howard stern show <laughs> yeah they tossed these off, and these are now our new mics, so I love that.
1: I flew to Midtown Manhattan and got them for
2: us. <laughs> That's awesome. But he didn't He didn't personally give them to you, right? You said someone else.
1: Yeah, it was uh, Baba Booey.
2: <laughs> that doesn't mean... Who is Baba Bowie?
1: <laughs> it's like his producer. Um, I, I'm forgetting his name right now, but it's like Bob? Baba Bucci. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: So Baba Booey is just like a fun...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a guy. Okay. Um,
2: Did you... <laughs> did you see the news that al pacino is uh becoming a father
1: i did did you see he requested a paternity test because he couldn't believe it no he, he was like no way
2: yeah i just wanted to congratulate him <laughs> on it but the baby hasn't come out yet right <laughs> it's just expected
1: yeah oh. do you think that he's gonna be the godfather of de niro's baby and vice versa yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now that you say that, I
2: didn't even think about, does De Niro, De Niro also have a little new baby yeah. boy or girl? Yes. Oh my God. These amazing men <laughs> who are having babies.
1: They're not doing hot tub, obviously.
2: What's that? Because of the, <laughs> the sperm?
1: sperm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Also, just up front, um, this was, there was a huge error on our Patreon episode, which I know not everybody listens, <laughs> you yeah. know? Not everybody is a Patreon subscriber, but I did mispronounce the name of a legendary Hollywood producer on Patreon. (laughs) I called him Brian Glazer. Yeah. And his actual name is Brian Grazer. Yeah. And um, I was thinking of the director, Jonathan Glazer, and I got their names mispronounced. And so his office called and (laughs) they said that they wanted to get a correction. And so just up front, I want to say I am so sorry to Brian Grazer um, I think you're legendary and I'm sorry I got your name wrong.
1: I think he'll accept he's an eccentric figure.
2: He is? Yes. I don't know anything about him besides.
1: <laughs> well, he's like Ron Howard's guy. All right. Um, I don't know. I've seen him around. He's kooky. And then if you follow him on Instagram, it's quite a wild. Oh, ride.
2: wow. Where have you seen him at?
1: <laughs> uh, when I uh, interned on the Universal a lot, oh, he would cool. be there. Yeah.
2: Does he have, he has sort of like messy hair? Is that his yeah, signature? Yeah, like spiky. That's awesome. Yeah. And he's Ron Howard's go to guy. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Well, I'm going to get that right Any anytime I talk about him in the future for sure. You better. Yeah. And I also wanted to give you one last little tidbit the Loverboy package <gasps> is officially coming very soon. Did I tell you this last time? Did
1: night? you get a tracking number?
2: Not yet, but they said <laughs> third. like
1: sending it first class. No tracking.
2: <laughs> they said third times the charm. They said they had an issue in the distribution center. Lindsay Hubbard <gasps> was actually in the distribution center and she was not allowing packages to go out to our podcast because we'd been disparaging about her.
1: She probably smashed it. I
2: know, she but probably they probably
1: threw shit at it. But
2: They said they were able to get her out of there. And since then, the distribution center is running like clockwork once (laughs) Hubhouse was out of there.
1: Thank God.
2: Yeah. So that was really it in terms of, oh, I did want to say, do you remember how we were talking about how we wanted to talk about Celebrity Spotlight and say all the celebrities we've seen over the week since we last (laughs) saw each other?
1: Okay. Do you remember?
2: remember (laughs) Well, I just wanted to say the major celebrity sightings that i had in order since we last saw you because it actually was pretty jam-packed in terms of celebrities okay so number one titus Welliver. who is that <laughs> bosh oh deadwood <gasps> do you have you ever watched deadwood
1: i haven't i've seen bosh though
2: okay so titular character bosh dis- <laughs> titular bosh It's named after this character. Where
1: did you see him?
2: To Live and Die in LA, that movie. I saw him and he was watching that film with me at Los Feliz 3, right by your house.
1: Wow.
2: Isn't that kind of amazing? Yes. My parents love Bosch. Really? Yeah. Oh, I do too. (laughs) Uh, Number two, Sheena.
1: Okay. Yeah, we need to get into that. Do you want to? I haven't even talked to you about it.
2: All right, then let me say number three, Michael Connolly. Do you know him? (laughs) I think so. <laughs> he writes the Bosch books.
1: <laughs> was he also at the same place?
2: <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, that's kind of three. Do you think
1: that he was inspired by To Live and Die in LA when he wrote them?
2: I think that they have such a relationship that is, um, uh surrounds itself with um, LA cop uh, films and iconography. And so they both were like, let's go see To Live and Die in LA. It's playing at the Los Feliz 3. And they sat together and they were just laughing and hooting and hollering the entire time
1: wow i love that
2: yeah so i just thought it was sort of interesting to see three celebrities in one week
1: now i'm thinking i don't know did i see anyone (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. oh wait hold on did i (laughs) (laughs) usually i would yeah but i'm like did i just toss the memories away anyways
2: i think i sort of forgot that we were going to do Celebrity Spotlight um, and I forgot to warn you up front, but I think my three hopefully will tie everyone over until next week until you have your celebrity sightings. If okay. that's okay.
1: Did I bring up last time that I saw Dave Franco at the Silver Lake Reservoir?
2: No, if you want to tie that in, that could be this. <laughs> let's, since you haven't talked about it, let's, let's make it this week. Dave Franco.
1: Yes, Dave, not James.
2: Was he with his wife?
1: No, he was with another man. They were chatting. Oh, wow. I passed him twice because we went around twice.
2: And he was still having the same conversation? <laughs> that's like a 45-minute walk and talk. Oh, they were. Oh, oh, oh so they were walking and talking, too. Yes. Him. Okay. So you had this the thing where you saw them <laughs> twice yeah. going opposite ways. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Um, I think that was like, I think it was last week.
2: I mean, I'll say, I mean, Dave Franco's nothing <laughs> to sneeze at.
1: Yeah, he's a cutie.
2: Oh, wow. Was, did he look cute at the <laughs> reservoir?
1: He did. That's amazing.
2: (laughs) Well, um, yeah, that's a feature or a new recurring segment that Amy and I want to do, where it's just the celebrities we've seen each week.
1: Okay, I'll now I'll write them down.
2: Okay, cool. All right. Well, did you want to get into what Bravo related? uh,
1: Yeah. Well, I guess start with your Sheena sighting. It was less of a sighting and more of an intentional visit, yes.
2: There was <laughs> Yeah, there was intent behind it. Um so
1: criminal intent?
2: <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: Malicious
0: intent?
2: No, 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 no. I might have had malicious it might have been a malicious act, but I had no malicious intent behind it. No, what happened is that um uh, my friend TJ invited Megan and I to go out to beautiful Pioneer Town, California. Have you ever been there?
1: Yeah. You it's have? cute. Yeah.
2: You haven't been locked up in that town jail, have you?
1: <laughs> Never. Um, but yeah, I've been to that bar. Oh, Red Dog. Yeah. Not to be confused with Junkyard Dog.
2: No, 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 no. We only go to bars that have dogs in their <laughs> names. But yeah, Red Dog is completely different from Junkyard Dog. And also Pappy and Harriet's a we've yeah. been to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Uh, Megan and I just did some sightseeing. Uh, we pretended I was in jail, which was really <laughs> funny. Anybody who walked by... I would say, I'm locked up in here, I'm locked up. I'd say, do you have the keys to the jail? And we did that for about two hours. And then finally, I got out. And then after that, after that, um, we went to, did I explain, TJ is the founder of Emo Night. And so right. he invited us and Sheena was doing a surprise, DJ set. I'm not sure if it was actually, actually a surprise. It wasn't a surprise to me. But, you know, we said, Megan and I said, we'll race out there. So we got to Pioneer Town. We went to Patty and Harriet's. And then we got to witness Sheena, you know, DJ with her sister, Courtney. And she brought the house down. Wow. I mean, it was like, I don't want to say like James in Atlantic City, where we found out he's, you know, he was screaming from the rafters with his shirt <laughs> off and uh, smacking ass. It wasn't that raucous, but it was an iconic DJ set. It, it was, looked fun. Yeah, it was beautiful. So that was one of my three celebrity sightings in between Titus Welliver and Michael Connelly. Well, actually, no, it happened after. But
1: So this is the second time that Sheena's DJed Emo Night. Is she an emo girly?
2: Yes. She, I have to say, yes. The songs she played were beautiful. um, But I can't remember a specific one. I know she played some 41. I know she played Ocean Avenue by... Who's that band? Yellow Card. Now? Yellow Card. <laughs> so it's more like emo pop punk, which is yeah. still that's under the umbrella of emo. That's
1: what I would like.
2: Oh, it was so fun. Have you? Ever, you've never been to an emo night? No. someday. Next time. Yeah. So it was so fun. They put together a beautiful event. It was amazing. Sheena had so much fun. Brock was there. I had the time of my life, and I can't stop. It seems like I can't stop having the time of my life anymore.
1: <laughs> well, also, you guys are Joshua Tree guys
2: yeah like, we are yeah we we got married at a 21 palm or 29 palms Inn, which is like it you know like a. have you ever been there no it's like this beautiful little they call it an inn uh-huh. and it's like a it's like a motel where it's all on this one beautiful property and everyone has these little houses that you can stay at and then there's That's like a cute. pool and everything yeah it was really fun yeah
1: i think in joshua tree i've only airbnb'd oh okay or okay airbnbs and uh, Hicksville trailer park
2: okay I've never been there yeah, it's
1: fun okay
2: Hicksville <laughs> is yes is that like a glamping environment
1: it's like vintage trailers that are themed
2: oh yeah okay
1: cool and there's a pool um it's cute it's fun it's fun to like go with friends and like stay at the different have everybody in a different one we did that there's Hicksville trailer park and then there's Hicksville pines which is in Idlewild Okay. And it has different themed cabins. Like there's like a Twin Peaks cabin, a Dolly Parton cabin, a, a Jack White cabin. No way. Uh,
2: What's in the Jack White one?
1: It's like third man themed.
2: Which is his record label?
1: Yeah. It's like yellow and black and it has record player in there. Um, it's kind of a weird uh, theme. Did uh, he go there once? Maybe. There's a Dita Von T's one. There's a John Waters one. So it's just Um, people
2: they love a lot? I
1: guess. And then there's like a stoner one that's um, like all carpeted and like black light.
2: Wow. That's at Hicksville Pines? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's a little crusty. Like you don't really want to look too close. Okay. But it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Which
2: room did you stay in? Did you already say?
1: I've stayed. I've been there twice. Stayed in the Twin Peaks one time and then the Dolly Parton one another.
2: Was the Dolly Parton one fun?
1: It was cute. It had a dolly uh, pinball machine in it. It had a wig available for Whoa. use in there. It had her movies on DVD. Whoa. Um, did
2: it have that coat that was stitched together from a bunch of different coats coat that of are... many
1: colors? Did Is it that have that? Yeah, did it have that? <laughs> I don't think there was a coat. Oh,
2: <laughs> seems like a missed opportunity there. <laughs> well, I want to go, you know, like you just said, and I'll stay at the Jack White room. Okay. And listen to records and pretend I'm Jack White <laughs> and maybe bring or pretend I'm air guitaring in the room.
1: Yeah. Is Jack White he's not canceled.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid, <laughs> no, he's not canceled. I think he's you know, he's he's probably one of those figures that are always on the cusp of being cancelled anytime <laughs> they say words out loud. He's elusive. He's very elusive and I don't think he gives a lot of interviews. Um but no, you could officially say he's not canceled.
1: Yeah, one time when I interned at Conan, I was on the elevator with his band, The Dead Weather. Oh wow! And they were literally <laughs> vampires.
2: Is it is Dead Weather like three of them, or was that the Racket might be tours? More. Okay,
1: I think there's like a girl and a guy. He has a lot of side projects. Yeah, um, I think he's cool.
2: You do? Yeah, I like him too. His it was well, good. Pending if he's canceled or not.
1: <laughs> I might have been talking i thought something happened with his ex karen elson but maybe it was just that they broke up i don't
2: know i remember i was you know so in tune with like indie rock or whatever when i was like 14 or 15 and there was this band i forget their name but they had this one hit song and uh it came out then that one day jack white and this lead singer of this one hit band that had this one hit song had had a full-blown fist fight in a bar (laughs) over like something and they showed pictures of this guy and jack white had beaten the oh, shit out of him
0: he God. had a black
2: eye a bloody mouth like fucked up beyond repair no. it was like i mean
1: Maybe that's why he's canceled
2: <laughs> but this was like 15 years ago <laughs> but still i mean it was just like damn i don't want to get in a fight with jack white he beat the the crap out of this man
1: uh that reminded me of uh the Von s- bondies you remember that band the Von Ooh. bond
2: does Is that, that strike jack a- white jack white <laughs> Beat up the lead singer oh. of the Von Bondies, and they never okay. made another song after that. His he couldn't sing. He was destroyed. He couldn't sing. He couldn't see. And oh my he never, god! And he was He's so, blind. No, no i <laughs> He never wanted to make another song again because his soul had been so broken by what Jack White did to him.
1: Didn't John Hamm blind someone?
2: I haven't heard that.
1: And they maybe they weren't blind. He like <laughs> fucked someone up, beating him in up. A, college hazing incident.
2: He was a frat
1: guy? Yeah. He like almost killed someone. It's like a dark mark on his past that we don't talk about enough.
2: Oh my god. If you're listening now and you expect Turtle Time to be fun and <laughs> and talk about lighthearted Bravo, no. We talk about when celebrities Violins. and actors have committed egregious <laughs> violent crimes. I didn't know that. I thought he was just giving people uh, like noogies and no dude it was bad really bad really bad john ham is another one of those actors like we said jason sudeikis where there's just something just off from them that they can't be leading men you'd think yeah this guy could be a leading man in movies -uh -uh. (laughs) no
1: i always called john ham and ben affleck the saddest men in hollywood
2: and why ben affleck
1: they just he's so downtrodden i love him i think he's fun and i think he's funny and smart Wicked smart.
2: Yeah. I love Ben Affleck too. And Unless he's canceled. I love Ben Affleck. Not
1: canceled. Good. Just has troubles.
2: I love that he had this full-blown career comeback where he was in the dumps. He was doing that movie like Payback. He couldn't get a job (laughs) for five years. And then he had a Ben Affleck renaissance. Hell yeah. He was Batman. He was directing movies. He flicking back. And then he's at his Nadir again. I know. But then, oh, a Gone Girl was happening.
1: Yep. Showed his hog.
2: He showed his hog in the shower. If anybody hasn't seen Gone Girl, um, um
1: uh, Argo rocks.
2: Yeah, Argo is really, really fun. Um, I Gone Girl is one of my favorite films. I think he's the best actor in that, it, he's the best I've ever cast. seen. Him. Yeah. yeah, so good.
1: Um, okay, the last thing I'll say about celebrity violence is that <laughs> I this ties in kind of to Schwartz and Sandy's. Um, I recently saw Fast X and Jason Momo was in it. And he has a prominent eyebrow scar. He hurt someone. He well, he got in a fight in the nineties at Birds Rotisserie. Wait, is that what it's called? Birds I, I don't Restaurant? I've, Bird's I've heard of Bar. it. But I don't think
2: I've ever been to Birds.
1: It's like two doors down from Shorts and Sandy's. Oh it is? Yeah. Oh, I've been to it's Birds. Next then. To, yeah, oh, it's next yeah. It's like to, next to UCB. He got in a big fight at
2: Birds in the nineties?
1: Yeah. He used to be like Pussy Posse adjacent. Jason Momoa? He's like been in the mix, but we only recently discovered him as a community. But he has a brow scar from a bar fight at Birds.
2: Did someone break a bottle over his head? I
1: think so. Something like that.
2: So Jason Momoa has been in Hollywood since the 90s and he only peaked (laughs) like in the Game of Thrones universe? Yeah. Whoa.
1: He's been around.
2: He's sort of a, what's that called? A promising Hollywood tale. You know what I'm talking about? Where if you stick around long enough, yeah. even if you're a part of the pussy posse, even if you get hurt at birds, eventually there could possibly be that call to a space st- for you. Start.
1: Yeah. But you have to look like a merman.
2: Do you think he gave that person the business a little bit back after he got a bottle shattered on his head? Probably. You think he like put him in a headlock? Yes. And punched him in the stomach?
1: <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs>
2: so that is actually really related to the bravo universe in terms of it's two doors down from schwartz and sandys
1: exactly yeah franklin village
2: well i wanted to ask you just do you think it might be appropriate to maybe spend three minutes talking about um the new jersey era real housewives of new jersey that because we fully left it by the wayside
1: probably the more violent franchise
2: yeah historically oh yeah they have a lot of violent uh incidents yeah um danielle staub pulling margaret's ponytails <laughs> right yeah Teresa flipping a table not caring where those glasses will shatter and what what food plates will go everywhere juicy
1: joe and joe gorga tackle each other like 10 different times
2: that's one of my uh, well i hate <laughs> violence you guys know that and we talk about it every time i absolutely abhor <laughs> Violence, but there is something very interesting about when Joe Judice asks Joe Gorga to apologize to Teresa for calling her scum, and before he can (laughs) even finish saying, apologize Joe Gorga runs at him like a wrecking ball and again that tussle or whatever and then Joe Gorga had put a bunch of hair dye in his hair so he because his hair um hit, you it's know he, thinning. Yeah, he had thinning hair so he had a bunch of black hair dye all over it's his hair
1: giving Rudy Giuliani
2: oh right yeah it was like one of the first inc- incidents of black hair dye being everywhere um, oh my
1: god yeah I can picture it perfectly yeah um so yeah I we don't usually we haven't really been talking about New Jersey this season because. I think we agree. It's been a little bit boring. Um, but I finally caught up uh, this week and watched her, uh, Teresa's wedding. Um, I watched like the end of the episode before the wedding, the wedding and reunion part one. And I was like fully engaged. And I was like, what happened?
2: So, so towards the, end like the 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 special and the reunion not necessarily the season
1: yeah no not during the season um until they mentioned bo deedle yes which we can talk
2: about sure yeah yeah i'll I'll just give general thoughts so i also i thought the season was so bad i didn't even know what they were arguing about or fighting about they're all in like ruts story wise i absolutely hate the trope of new cast members feeling like they have to feud to stay on it's like the most Common thing that happens yeah. when two or three cast members are hired at the same time, they feel like that's who they have to fight against to like get them out of there or whatever. So, Danielle is the most egregious offender of that trope. Mm-hmm. She let this one little stupid comment um, railroad the entire yeah. season.
1: Wait, so, is Danielle? I get the two new ones confused. Fuda? Um, okay.
2: Rachel Fuda has John Fuda as her husband. They have a tile company. She's okay. actually low-key and nice and okay. smart, and she had that that son that she wants to officially yes. adopt. It's from her.
1: She's 32 years old.
2: That's amazing. I <laughs> can't believe we're in the era now where uh well, I think I'm- they
1: need to keep Housewives older than me forever.
2: Yeah, you know, um, Gina in Real Housewives of Orange County is like 31 yeah. or something.
1: Yeah. I like my Housewives older.
2: I know. I'll just say, but then at a certain point, as we age, <laughs> they won't be able to keep housewives. No, older. I think they
1: need to keep ratcheting it up until they're ninety. It's the older. new cast yeah. is ninety.
2: I think a lot of why Roni was scrapped to the junk heap in a you know awful, <laughs> awful way is that they just wanted to get a thirty-year younger yeah. c- crowd and not even keep the you know the, the which
1: I whatever. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Turtles, are you guys excited about this? Let us know because I am not holding my breath for I, I this feel,
2: I feel like the turtles uh, are rallying around us that we're all, <laughs> we're all, I'm, you know, I want the best and I hope it could be good, but it seems bad.
1: Yeah. It just looks too, I don't remember if we've already talked about this, but it's just too shiny. It's like, that's how Dubai was. Just they're trying yeah. to compete with selling sunset. Yeah. Which to me is a different audience, but yeah. Anyways.
2: So New Jersey though, it, it ended. And then I had been waiting for the finale where they were where they were like, um there's a huge fight, and it's when Joe Gorga and Melissa decide not to go to the wedding or whatever. Right. That finale episode at that Irish party, the <laughs> fight was so bad, it came out of nowhere. And you could tell that every cast member wanted a little piece of drama for the finale. Yeah. So they were just throwing anything at the wall to get it to stick. And it was the most messy, bad, like dumb fight strategy for the finale. I was like, that that's the worst finale I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> to cap off a horrible season.
1: I felt bad Jersey. for Dolores. She tried to put a nice, she tried to make it nice.
2: Yeah, she really did. Dolores did a good job. Um, but yeah, and then, but what we were saying, oh, I I felt like Teresa and Louie's wedding was uh, so, so boring. I don't yeah. know how you felt about it.
1: Yeah, there wasn't really anything great about it. Um, But I really feel like, I don't know. I feel like finally it's being spoken out loud that, as of the reunion and starting at that Irish party, that Louis is like an untrustworthy figure.
2: Right. He, he has this like switch where he goes from this like Zen meditative, like sort of like turn the other cheek. I love everyone. Let's rebuild and repair. and, And then halfway through the season, I don't even know what Joe Gorga and Melissa do. They have like one little blip of a fight. And then Louis just, turns into the worst person in the world towards them he's like i never want to talk to them again you don't need them in your life they are they are awful i never want to see them let's disinvite them from the wedding i'm not inviting them i and i didn't understand that turn at all
1: right no it was really weird because when he is in zen mode he has me fooled like i'm like ooh, that's nice like that's what Teresa needs like yeah wow like that's big of him and then yeah he totally flipped and then now He's saying that he's got a a private investigator on all the women.
2: Yeah, I, all the women. All the women. What what <laughs> prompted him to <laughs> dig so deep into all these cast members? What is he hoping to find from <laughs> Margaret and Jennifer Aiden and uh, Danielle, whatever Danielle's well, last sounds name? Sounds
1: like is. he has an arsenal.
2: Right. So, and then you looked up Bo Deedle. I just thought that was an interesting, fun
1: <laughs> yeah. name, but no, I was like that? cracking up, and I was like. Uh, jimmy was walking through he doesn't really watch um uh, he doesn't watch new jersey and i was like i was like come in here he keeps they keep saying this guy bo deedle and he was like oh he's like famous and i was like what and so i looked at bo deedle and apparently he's like a new york new jersey icon he's like a ex-cop I think um, and he's in like multiple Martin Scorsese movies
2: as an actor
1: he plays himself in I think Wolf of Wall Street um, Bo
2: Diddle I gotta watch the <laughs> Bo Deedle scene in Wolf of Wall
1: Street um, Stephen Baldwin played him in the Bo Deedle story
2: the Bo Deedle story is that a movie? <laughs> it was
1: called like a One Tough Cop how does Louis know
2: Bo Deedle?
1: well Bo Deedle released a video this week saying that he's never worked with louis
2: well he's a private investigator I think he's trying to keep it close to the Maybe. best
1: but he said that like he was pissed
2: i want to see a show called <laughs> the bow deedle files or something <laughs> like that and it just it's him going a around Bosch spinoff yeah but real reality him solving <laughs> crimes i mean i love private investigators yeah they, they do what the cops won't right
1: <laughs> yeah because they can i love that um but it reminded me, Bo Deedle, One Tough Cop, it reminded me of Cop Without a Badge. What's that? That's the book that oh. implicates Danielle Staub in like season oh. one, oh. which oh. I've always wanted a copy of.
2: I know. I want to see I think you can still get it. Um, that blew everyone's minds when they started reading that. Slammed
1: it on the table. Yeah,
2: who had it? Caroline Manzo brought it out? I think so. Or did she make or... Jacqueline do her <laughs> dirty
1: work? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but like, That the Bo Deedle storyline brought me back to what I feel like the whole point of the show is. Yeah. Is like that dirty business that's happening behind the scenes. Which... All that crazy Dina stuff that we don't really talk about. I, yeah, I want to know what happened to the pizza oven enterprise
2: that Joe Gorga tried to start with Louie that yeah. completely flopped.
1: Yeah, I which mean, he called Pizzagate. I know. I know. <laughs> he was like, I don't he's... want to get into uh, Pizzagate. I was like, well, don't call it that. He's
2: trying to, he's trying to reclaim Pizzagate <laughs> and make it so that when you search Pizzagate, it's about his pizza oven That's going
1: uphill battle.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to erase the history of Pizzagate very easily, Joe Gorga. I'm wondering why everything Thing Joe Gorga touches turns to absolute shit I love that him more than life sad. itself. I know can he have a nice business he's always trying to open a business with Teresa he tries to open a business with Louie I guess <laughs> try to open a business with Dino what's going on with these businesses yeah and he's a house he's a contractor too yeah, right
1: house isn't even done
2: oh my god I mean I love you Joe Gorga, but what's going on with these businesses I do want to see a little bit of that messy stuff
1: right yeah, I know. It's like, I've never really had a dog in the fight regarding Teresa versus Melissa because uh-huh. I'm like, you guys both seem annoying, Um, but my gut tells me that Teresa is the problem.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, yeah, you just have to. I have to say now, like, the Teresa's version of every story, yeah. she is the, you know, she has no alternate reality where she yeah. is not the victim or the winner of every fight or that Melissa and Joe haven't spurned her. Right. Even when Melissa was like, I've invited you to multiple dinners with whoever it was. And Tracy was like, you never invited me. And she's like, I can name five times. Yeah, even
1: Andy was like, I ran into Melissa one time and she was like, oh, we just went out with uh, yeah. Teresa and such and such. And she's like, I invited myself.
2: Yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the truth is that Melissa and Joe are more reliable narrators and they are probably right in this whole feud with Teresa. Yeah. We've already seen that Teresa will burn every bridge in the world. She's already cast so many family members and good friends off to the side. She doesn't even have a relationship with a beautiful Wakili family.
1: Oh, yeah. She
2: burned every bridge with every family. She doesn't care about that. But Melissa and Joe are just less fun to watch yeah, than Teresa. For sure. So that's kind of a bind. Do yeah. like you go with the person who provides so much entertainment but is awful to work with and doesn't have a proper view of reality? Or do you go with someone who is generally fun, generally easygoing, but and has a great husband, Joe Gorga, right. provides a lot of fun, but you probably can't just have Joe and Melissa.
1: Right. Um, Andy in his book implies like multiple times that it's probably time for Teresa to wrap up.
2: Whoa. Someone said, I saw a TikTok where someone said that Teresa was going to get a spinoff and that's how they were mm-hmm. going to resolve this. And so that Teresa would just get a Louie spinoff with her family. She wouldn't have, it's she could have party
1: for the party vibes.
2: Yes. She wouldn't have to, uh, you know, battle cast members. She could just be on her own terms. Honestly, and...
1: Kind of down for that. Yeah.
2: I would watch that too. Um, did you like, uh, what, what were your thoughts on Jen Fessler?
1: I thought she was fun. I mean, she's goaded for having sex with James Gandolfini.
2: Yeah, I wish she would have described it in more detail. <laughs> but other than that, that was, uh, yeah, very interesting revelation.
1: Yeah, she's fun. Do you think she'll get a, uh, wait, what do they hold in New Jersey? Uh,
2: oh, uh, they hold a, um, they hold, do they have a thing they hold? Do they? Okay, uh, wait, there's an orange, there's a diamond, apple, there's an apple.
1: Peach. There's orange. Where is that Orange.
2: What do, Jer- what do the Jersey people hold? What do Potomac hold?
1: Sometimes. I know one of them is just like champagne or something.
2: Really? <laughs> they don't all get a cool object?
1: Ugh, this is a great trivia question.
2: Okay. If you know, well, anyone will know once you can just search for it, but we don't know what the New Jersey people <laughs> hold, I but I think Fessler will get a full-time cast member status she was great and i think rachel should too i don't want rachel to be affected by how badly danielle handled their drama i think rachel deserves a second chance as well but i would get danielle out of there and gotta get jennifer aiden out of there
1: (laughs) jennifer aiden's such a cuck for teresa it's so annoying
2: i know i don't like when people are just like okay i have to be absolutely loyal to teresa to stay on the show and then they can't even like they can't counter Anything that Teresa says at all, because they're just too scared of her wrath.
1: Yeah, it's pathetic. Although, did we talk about, um, I was, I think I saw it on TikTok. Um, Jen and um, Bill went to the Bahamas and were like hanging out with Juicy Joe.
2: That is amazing. They they were with. I think
1: it was like Easter. (sighs)
2: Why did they have cameras
1: on that? I know. Bill Um...
2: and. (laughs) juicy joe would have had so much fun together
1: yeah and like the kids were there um i don't think they were staying together but they were like cooking together um and yeah i was like how did that happen what's the leap between you know obviously she's close with Teresa, but like to hang out with Joe, that's like a whole nother level because they he, didn't know him before. And then he
2: calls Teresa at the reunion. Yeah. And he says, can Bill do bags under your eyes for my uncle?
1: Yeah. That was really fun. That was funny.
2: Yeah. So I, I think just to, I don't know if we're like getting towards the end of New Jersey, but yeah. the season was so boring and not fun and all of the worst aspects of what New Jersey has become. But then there were so many like new revelations and uh, interesting moments in the reunion that it's almost like you could just watch that, I felt. And be pretty satisfied. Get your New Jersey fix. And there are so many things that, like Dolores brought up, uh, you know, about like Polly still being married. Yeah. And then, and then Frank Catania still living with David. It's like I gotta see that.
1: Yeah. No, that was so funny. She was just like, Yep, uh, he still lives there and Andy was like, You say that like it's normal. <laughs> right. And they, there's like
2: almost like two minutes where they're trying to get Dolores to talk a little more about this and she just like will not say anything about it.
1: I love honestly, I fucking love Dolores.
2: Yeah, I know, she's great. You she, have to have Dolores. You you have to keep her. Someone She's a
1: voice of reason, but also fiery.
2: And she's the bridge to Teresa and the others. Yeah. She she she's a good peacemaker yeah she's great i love i love
1: person. her and i love frank catania and i love that whole dynamic and i love that she won't apologize for it she's just like whatever it's yeah. how our family is do like- you like polly yeah he seems sweet i like
2: a lot. yeah i love that dinner they had with frank catania where he says i'm gonna propose <laughs> her and i have a ring or whatever yeah. that was awesome i love that dinner
1: yeah um no he seems like a nice man and i'm happy for her and i do think that it's Best for her that she does have a little bit of a boundary with frank even though it makes him sad
2: (laughs) yes frank wants a lot more than dolores can provide but it seemed like that dinner was like the future of what their dynamic could be yeah so yeah that was beautiful and so i think you know when bravo listens to this for season 14 (laughs) i think the remedy is I don't know if Danielle should get a second season based off how she performed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of a different.
2: I think she was really performative, and I could tell that she wasn't actually that upset with Rachel about that remark. She was just kicking a dead horse Yeah, so much. That I think that that behavior is just irredeemable, and you don't want some, you don't need another fake person because Jennifer Aiden is already so right. fake and provides so much fake drama.
1: I do feel like the show is very interested in having a second person with a issue with their brother.
2: Oh right, so they're gonna like you
1: know what I mean? Like they want that parallel.
2: Yeah, but what the hell's going on with that brother? It doesn't <laughs> make like, any sense. I blocked he you him. on Instagram. It's like okay, guys, complete, please resolve this. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so I think I think New Jersey was that was like a glimpse of what Jersey could be, kind of right. fun again, but a very bad season overall.
1: Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, yeah, it took me by surprise. Um, me too. Should we transition into the summer house minute?
2: I would love to <laughs> exactly how the I I feel like Jersey is you know bottom of the barrel. Summer House is a shining beacon, you know, <laughs> and beautiful and providing so much entertainment for me. Like I love it. Yeah, I'm so happy of the and people are saying this Summer House season was a bad season and so boring. I think it was so good.
1: Dude, people don't get it.
2: People don't get Summer House.
1: No, they don't get it. They're all wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah still so you want to talk about the reunion specifically, right?
1: Yeah, I will say I oh my gosh, I loved this part one so much and I can't wait for the next part. Is it gonna be three parts, do we know?
2: I don't know if they're gonna get three I, I I know this is probably already out um but i I guess it would warrant three, right? I don't I yeah. don't know.
1: does someone else get three I mean, parts? part one was action packed. Um, I mean, I feel like there have been worse housewives seasons that have gotten three. I, I feel
2: like three is now like the norm, and right. if you have two, <laughs> it's like the worst season of all time.
1: Right? Yeah. Um, no, I just loved that. Literally the entire time, it was just Lindsay and Carl having to defend themselves. What do you think about
2: how it's divided? Where the <laughs> is it six of them? The all of basically the summer house cast. Yeah. Uh, established cast first. Lindsay and Carl, and then the three new people who are just there to say, "Yeah, I kind of like Carl and Lindsay. I don't know them at all." <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know? the
1: weakest couch of all time. Yeah, like it might as well just be empty.
2: Like what it—it kind of reminds me. I don't know if you remember, like in season two of Summer House, they were like really divided back then too. It was like Lindsay versus Kyle and Amanda. Yeah, like there's never been a split. I think like this, which is a a very clear right. division.
1: Right, which I'm like everyone that's defending Lindsay online, which is most people online. um, I'm like, you just are going to ignore the fact that every single person that knows her thinks she's a bitch.
2: And that she has no, (laughs) now that Danielle is not her friend, she has no relationships with any other cast member.
1: Right. And the argument online seems to be like, people keep saying, well, these new people in the house have fresh eyes. They're not tainted by whatever. And I'm like, By that, you mean they don't know her and like she gets to paint herself as a different person to them because she's trying to kiss their ass because she doesn't have any other friends. Yeah,
2: totally. Um, Yeah, I feel like they also know that it's unique for them to have that standpoint and it'll provide some drama potentially next season if they align themselves with Carl and Lindsay. I mean, I don't know why you'd ever want to align yourself with Carl and Lindsay, but I do feel like they're just, they either don't know enough about the relationship for us to care about their opinion, or they are performatively saying they don't know what the heck is up with Carl and Lindsay and why people are so antagonistic to them because right. they think that's a good storyline to have. Like they could be allies to Carl and Lindsay.
1: Right. Um, I have to say, I know the internet again is, really anti-page after that uh Why? part one i don't know they think that she's a hater they think she's mean they think mean you know, mean girl which i'm like Lindsay is the ultimate mean girl but anyways
2: um yeah they call don't they call amanda a mean girl who's like the like least insane. the least mean person i've ever seen on yeah. television like she's not- like
1: so sensitive and nice to yeah. everyone <laughs> um but Paige brought the fire oh yeah this week she I literally if I had her venmo I would send her ten dollars sure we could figure that out just <laughs> I want to buy her a cocktail for never ceasing fire yeah she's just the entire time rolling her eyes making comments bringing the business I it kind
2: of brought Lala James energy you know yeah. like where it's just like you won't let them the have one yeah. second. yeah yeah
1: which I thought was awesome Lindsay
2: uh, is such a bad sorry to cut you off but Lindsay yeah. is such a bad person fighter
1: right like for someone
2: who has drama with everyone and has so like has brought up so many antagonistic feelings and almost every person she's interacted with she's so bad at actually fighting she will (laughs) leave the room anytime there's an encounter that she doesn't uh like yeah she just leaves she's not good at um stating her opinion or fighting for what (laughs) she actually believes
1: when they were all like uh you don't talk to any of us at all and she goes uh maya i uh texted you when you got bitten by a dog
2: i don't even remember that part wow (laughs) she
1: said like she tried to like pull like one circumstance out of her ass where they had like a rapport yeah yeah and maya was like okay but like generally that was not the case yeah i like that
2: sierra (laughs) just like hates Lindsay too and like we don't really even know what it was i mean there was austin stuff but just the way Lindsay behaves Sierra's like i don't i don't fuck with you at all my gosh
1: i haven't even thought about the austin stuff during this whole time which was disgusting
2: when she greets austin by like jumping on him and
1: and And then she wouldn't take any accountability for it when it's like okay fine if you think you can do whatever you want sure but like you know that that was a rude thing to do because you know that she was fully dating him the last time you were filming Oh
2: yeah when she was like kissing him
1: she was like that's just the relationship we have well that
2: was hot hub summer yeah do you remember yeah so
1: and oh. everyone was like, We're worried about you. So she
2: kinda got a get out of jail free card. That yeah. was Hot House Summer. Um <laughs> Hot Hub House Summer?
1: Hot <laughs> but anyway, yeah, hugs. I mean, I
2: understand completely why Sierra does not fuck with. Yeah.
1: Casey. Um but yeah, Carl um is a weak, weak minded man at this oh, point.
2: Oh. Do you think he ever was a strong minded man? Yeah. Me too yeah he used to have a strong mind yeah it's so hard to talk about carl too right now like it's because if you talk negatively about anything about carl it's like he's you know what the hell are you doing he is going through the worst time in his life which i totally understand right but there is an element of this where uh i don't know you have to talk about carl because that's so much the dynamic that we're talking about here and I don't know, but it's just hard to like be negative at all about Carl right now. And I actually don't really blame him. He's yeah. just supporting Lindsay in yeah. an almost unsupportable it's position,
1: impossible task. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also wearing like ballet leggings. where's well, this?
2: He's trying to go the tightest pants you could ever go, right? Because that's <laughs> Which his is signature just spandex. That's his signature thing, though.
1: Yeah, I hate it. Really, his fashion has gotten upsetting.
2: Do you think Kyle and Carl like? actually have a very good friendship
1: i think it's waning
2: yeah because it's it's i they always talk about each other like brothers like i i love you so much he even says kyle's like older brother to me they have so much history obviously yeah. but i never was like fully got the sense that they are like bros like right. i never see like um you know not to take it to vanderpump yet but like you know shorts and sandoval yeah. and jacks had a bromance yeah. like you know very, very clearly right. solid friends. And I guess I maybe mean, because we only saw Carl and Kyle during the summers and there, were, were so much, there was so much friction throughout the season. But I never got the sense that Kyle and Carl were like so down with each other. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how you feel. I mean, I, that could just be my new eyes to Summer House.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, And it certainly feels like they're not probably going to be as close as they ever were anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I it also sucked because I was obviously I'm team Kyle always. And I liked that he was calling out Lindsay essentially on Amanda's behalf er about her bringing up the infidelity on camera. Yeah. But it is unfortunate that like, what they're talking about is something that kyle did I know whether or not it was true in that exact circumstance it's kind of hard to be self-righteous when you actually have cheated and
2: and carl carl brought that yeah he he, carl good on him point scored for sure he's like you cheated (laughs) yeah everything that you're saying now is negated by the fact that you cheated yeah carl's right make that point yeah do it why do you think we are so sympathetic <laughs> to Kyle and Amanda. It, I mean, I know it's because ultimately we know that their love is so strong and beautiful, and they love each other. But we do give Kyle—I don't know why—I'm like helpless against it. Do is it because Kyle's cheating was like he's blackout drunk, and we've seen it for ten years, so we know <laughs> that a, he would make out with a broom? Yeah, you know, is that is that sort yeah. of why his cheating scandal doesn't resonate as harshly? Yeah, it's as... like
1: similar to Schwartz where it's like if i did i don't remember right yeah Yeah. (laughs) get out of jail free car just get blackout
2: drunk you get to kiss whoever you want (laughs) yeah
1: um yeah i think it's just they are the king and queen of the show you know the reunion was literally kyle themed kyle's birthday themed
2: Yeah. thank you for honoring kyle that was really sweet
1: (laughs) which like whenever i see people online that hate kyle i'm like then why do you watch this show the whole show
2: it's 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 the
1: kyle show it's (laughs)
2: <laughs> propped up by, well, it's kind of like hating Jersey in the early, te- like for 10 seasons when it was Teresa's show. Right. Basically, like, how can you hate Teresa? She is the engine of this show. Right. Same with Kyle. Yeah. This is Kyle's show. He is the god of summer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they
2: all just pay homage to him on the show.
1: Yeah. Everyone online is like, get rid of Kyle, get rid of Amanda, get rid of Paige, get rid of Sierra. <laughs> Great show, guys. So it's the Chris, Sam, yeah. Gabby,
2: Carl, and Lindsay show. Great show. It'd be canceled, but while they're filming
1: yeah no uh it's the same people this is what jimmy said the same people that think that katie and ariana should be the lead of uh vanderpump which sorry girls but i ain't watching that
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i won't go that far god love you yeah god love you i don't know maybe a
1: spinoff on uh, discovery plus about something about about her
2: yeah i mean i just yeah i don't think that bravo should ever take casting tips from the internet at large (laughs) because first of all people aren't might not be voicing their actual opinions. They might right. just be bots that are paid for by <laughs> Lindsay to say that Lindsay's the best cast member of all time because we, that has to be what... We are
1: starting to think that HubHouse PR has paid for the internet to be swarmed by bots because the opinions online are so undeniably wrong.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and we haven't even talked about the... Like, uh, you know, we talked about it personally uh off the record, but the revelation that Lindsay... <laughs> is so awful. We have to say it here yeah. for posterity. Lindsay is notorious for being awful to production, awful to fans, and so bad at BravoCon <laughs> to Andy's employees that Andy had to chastise her and tell her, please be nicer to my employees. <laughs> Could you imagine
1: <laughs> that? Humiliating. I also did the due diligence and pulled out my copy of Daddy Diaries. Uh, I posted this on TikTok, but I remembered that there was a moment where Andy did mention this. So I flipped through and found it. And Andy says uh, he uh, he came to his phone and there were a bunch of paragraph long text messages from Lindsay and uh, because she had been outed on Watch What Happens Live for being rude to his staff, which I believe was Amanda who said that, right?
2: I, I'm not sure. I never saw the original Watch What Happens Live accusation. I only saw I think this
1: Amanda one. Amanda So it's been it's been.
2: Yeah, it's been verified multiple times yeah. now by Andy himself in his yeah. book. He
1: put it in his book and he said, uh, you know, she was outed for being rude to my staff. Um, And then he essentially just kind of blows it off and says that they worked it out, which fine. But uh, he put it in his book. And when it comes up at the reunion, he kind of he doesn't deny it. You yeah, know?
2: you know, he's just sitting there almost embarrassed that it's being brought up because he knows how bad it's going to make Lindsay look. And he knows that it's true. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you heard um, that. Lindsay threw a shoe at a producer. <laughs> it kind of gets lost in crosstalk. I need
1: to know more. I- I Who's know. the one that said this?
2: Uh, I think I think Paige said it, but they're not on Paige when the accusation's being mm-hmm. leveled. But you hear, I'm almost positive Paige's voice, either Paige or Sierra. I think it's Paige, but she says, you threw a pr- shoe at a producer. <laughs> it, it just kind of got lost, you know, because it was just in crosstalk or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I'm dying to know. and But then people online are being like, uh, whatever, like, this is all fabricated. Uh, they're going off of that photo that uh, Lindsay posted with that Bachelor contestant who was there with um, mm. Luke. Do you remember that photo that she cropped out, Luke and the Bachelor oh, contestant?
2: No. no, I don't remember that.
1: It was on, um, they were talking about it on Watch What Happens, I think, but Lindsay posted a group photo, and then on the end, Luke and someone from the Bachelor were like holding hands and then she deleted it and reposted it with them cropped out Oh wow. um and then andy's makeup artist was there and she was in the photo and they kind of had her come out and watch happens live and then now people online are saying look she hangs out with like andy's makeup artist and she's close with producers and so all this stuff never and i'm been like awful to them i'm like they're just really grasping at straws. It's like. And
2: also, why are people bending over backwards to defend Lindsay against all these accusations? Why?
1: Well, also, I saw a thread. I've been getting deep into the threads, and my blood pressure is like. Oh, oh Reddit? Reddit, uh, Instagram, summer. just everywhere that people are talking about Lindsay specifically. Mm-hmm. People were talking about, you know, when Paige was calling them out for it being premeditated and People Magazine, and whatever. Um the guy that wrote it is the that article. Dave Quinn. Is, yeah. Yep. He wrote uh what's it called? Diamonds and uh
2: Not all Diamonds and Rose, which is a wonderful, wonderful book, <laughs> but I didn't think he needed to insert himself. In but this, it to is
1: be Bravo sanctioned. So he is a mouthpiece. He
2: yeah, he just said <laughs> he just said, Hey, I work at People Magazine and it w- and it was very easy to get this thing off the ground and have this ready to go. Uh for Lindsay and Carl to show off their engagement or whatever. Like, so Paige's narrative about it being premeditated is wrong. But that doesn't negate the fact that Lindsay definitely knew it was happening. Right. Right. And that's the main accusation. I don't really care about the People magazine accusation. So so Paige got one fact wrong. Like, who cares?
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was... People were really like eating popcorn about that and i was like okay whatever
2: yeah okay so you got the timeline a little <laughs> wrong or whatever it doesn't change the fact that Lindsay wore shoulder pads to the beach <laughs> and knew that this was going to happen it's one of the most um deflating engagements i've ever seen on television not deflating yeah the most like uninspiring
1: totally it sucked um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and then oh my gosh i love when danielle spilt the tea about their Lindsay and carl's argument where yeah. she took an uber home from the hamptons yeah, to I the love, city and andy was like i need the audience to understand how serious that is to take a car home and i
2: needed that clarification because <laughs> i was like eh, not that crazy he was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. taking a it's like
1: that's like 500 bucks and yeah. like four and Lindsay goes
2: we do it all the time we do that all the time Shut that's up. what we do that's what she said she was like we do that all the time
1: no you don't yeah get no, a grip don't. andy also really was clarifying on uh watch what happens when um Remember when Lindsay was the first example of her not doing what she wanted to do because she wouldn't go to Montauk with the group. Um, and Danielle was like pissed that she didn't go. Yeah. And she was like, I don't have any reason to go without Carl. And Danielle was mad about that. Yes. Um, Andy, uh, as someone who has a house in uh, the Hamptons, he was like, I think the house is in like Sag Harbor or something. I could be wrong, but he's like, montauk's like an hour away right like, he was like that makes sense that you wouldn't want to go because if you only wanted to drop by or whatever uh that's a really long trek if you're right. on the fence about going so it kind of validated that which i'm like that's context we don't really have it would yeah. be like if we were in highland park and someone was like we're going to santa monica you'd be like uh. yeah
2: no i love <laughs> i love hearing that because in my mind i have no clue montauk hamptons yeah. where the hell Southampton social is right um do you think uh just you know do you think it's possible that you and i will get to go to one of the summer house parties this summer
1: i'd love to
2: i mean it doesn't seem like it's (laughs) that hard to get the invite to one of those big blowouts are we we so
1: we need to be friends with amanda
2: are we so awful that we couldn't be (laughs) one of the hundred people that show up to the house and wear whatever the theme was if there was a theme
1: Oh my you God, know. blow it out.
2: <laughs> Every inch of my body would be fully dedicated to the theme. <laughs> it would be the opposite of how Craig dressed at the jungle theme party. You know yeah. how he didn't really bring it that much? <laughs> yeah. I would... You have no idea. I guess it depends on what the theme would be. Yeah. Not I how much advance
1: notice the guests get. Because the guests aren't usually dressed that great compared to the core group.
2: Maybe we can um, preemptively... Imagine what we think the theme will be and get a couple catch all items and then <laughs> hopefully make it adapt to whatever the theme is.
1: I keep, this is inappropriate, but I keep picturing you like showing up in like native american headdress and everyone being like no Boo!
2: it's my one chance to show up to a summer house party i get invited and i do a culturally inappropriate costume that immediately gets me kicked out and they have to blur me out on camera do you remember that
1: Bravo puts like a warning at yeah. the beginning?
2: Do you, do you remember they re edited uh, Kenya's appearance in that Halloween episode because she did a full uh, Native American garb and they re edited the episode so you can only hear her talking <laughs> off screen? You can't actually see her. I don't yeah, it's, it's, so it's funny. It's, everyone I watches mean, that. The it, history
1: so. of Bravo costumes, like Luann's oh, Diana Ross or uh, whatever, uh, is yeah. so funny. Well,
2: do you think there's any way we won't do a costume <laughs> like that?
1: I think we can do what we can. Um, but yeah, I would love to do full avatar. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if it was like um
2: yeah, like space themed or something or whatever, and you and I yeah, just show
1: space avatar. <laughs> yeah,
2: you guys show full Navi. It's heroes like, what the hell are you guys doing? I just did that. Uh, I it...
1: no, I would slay at those parties. Um honestly, you know. I, you know, my sister lives in New York. So anytime we get a last minute invite, we could just pop on over. Well, I was
2: saying, yeah, drop of the hat. They don't have to give us much no. warning. I'll and use
1: my Delta points.
2: So, Kyle and <laughs> Amanda, if you're listening, could I? I won't use your points, obviously, but I'll just, I don't, I'll make it work. It's worth <laughs> it. But, Kyle and Amanda, if you are listening to this, um, please invite us to, and, I, and we could go to Southampton Social. Yeah.
1: That would be great. um My sister usually, uh, Sometimes she gets a house in Fire Island.
2: Well, I've been to Fire Island before. It's Loved awesome. Loved it. Yeah, so fun.
1: Were you in the gay region or just the non-gay region?
2: I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't remember where I was. It was when I was like twenty-one years old, but it was so fun.
1: Yeah. And, it's really yeah. nice. It's uh no cars on Fire Island. Yeah. It's all like uh golf carts and bikes. Yeah, it was um, really cool. Which is cool. Um yeah, I'm not sure the map. Between where Fire Island is and where they are in Summer House. But um it's fun out there.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that no matter what, there's probably a ninety percent chance we get invited this year.
1: I'm down to prey on
2: that. It's just a matter of making sure that we have costumes that could fit almost any theme.
1: <laughs> I do have a costume bin.
2: Really? Yes. Of stuff of of what? <laughs> Various Halloween costumes?
1: Yeah, I have a lot of I have wigs. I have those stovepipe alien hats. Have you seen those? They're like neon green and black stripes and the black stripes have little alien faces on them.
2: And what, and what then, costume does that go for?
1: It's just party bin, silly, say, silly I gonna, goose.
2: I was gonna say there's no there's never been a horror themed summer That's house. That's true. So do you wanna dress up like there's vampires?
0: Space. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying
2: I was saying if, if they do end up doing a horror themed costume and you see two people in full um scream masks that's amy and i potentially <laughs> you know what i mean but i would want a costume that reveals ourselves because i don't yeah. want to just be someone who is our face <laughs> and just and
1: michael myers <laughs> coming in you know why they can't do horror probably because it's
2: a lot of copywritten characters
1: Well, michael myers is nbc uni baby
2: oh so it has <laughs> to be nbc universal and universal monsters are fair <gasps>
1: Play. Yes. So we can Wolf be Frankenstein.
2: Man. What?
1: Invisible can, man. I
2: have an idea. Don't shoot it down. Can I be Frankenstein and you be Bride of Frankenstein?
1: That'd be fun. Amanda would look great as Bride of Frankenstein. I just had a flash in my mind how pretty she would And look.
2: I had a flash in my mind uh, as <laughs> Carl as Dracula.
1: I think Carl as Frankenstein.
2: Okay, so wait. You're giving our <laughs> costumes away to them. Can there be two of them? Yeah. Uh, I am so... <laughs> I am so happy. Oh, okay, here. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Imagine we get the email and it says in two days, we're having the final oh, blowout. Shit. It's Kyle's, 40- like
1: red eye. It's,
2: it's Kyle's <laughs> 41st birthday and they're doing horror themes. So bring your best horror theme costume. Okay. Hop on the red eye. You're going to be tired as hell, but you get to go to Kyle's 41st birthday. Yeah. What are we dressed as on the plane?
1: <laughs> Carrie. Carrie.
2: Okay. Okay. Are you at all worried that whatever <laughs> blood product you use is going to get all over the seats?
1: That's a good call.
2: I think I'd be a little perturbed if I saw someone <laughs> dressed like Carrie on a plane, because <laughs> that's not something In I In comfort would... plus. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're Carrie, who am I? A
1: mm, A pig.
2: <laughs> a pig pig that got
1: killed for the blood oh
2: okay so i'll be the pig and i'll have a i
1: have a pig nose and pig ears and a pig tail
2: so do you think if we show up as carrie and the pig and i have blood stains all over me and my neck sort of um gutted open we would be a hit you could
1: crawl around on the floor and um chris would probably join you and it'd be fun
2: should i make pig noises yes so sort of like deliverance exactly Where, where Chris, <laughs> or someone could say squeal piggy
1: and <laughs> he would he could do a modified version where he just spanks you with a paddle
2: so you're in this scenario chris is probably definitely the one that jumps on top of me and and makes me squeal like a pig
1: i think so okay um alternatively um i don't know i do like i think the michael myers uh utilitarian jumpsuit would get really hot
2: yeah i don't want to address that like that in the summer and also i just i do want the cameras to see our faces if it it is possible
1: but if uh if we can't be there We could say that we were the invisible man and invisible woman.
2: That will be fun. Next year (laughs) when Summer House is launching and releasing and we will say we're at the party. We were just the invisible man. Or we were two if there's two ghosts in the background with like, (laughs) you know, a sheet over them. We would say we're. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I could be slutty Freddy Krueger.
2: Okay. (laughs) And you could still have your face. And I could be slutty Jason. But I would just put the mask (laughs) up a little bit. Do you like that? Yeah, and that those costumes don't look as bad on the plane.
1: Does Jason also wear a jumpsuit like Michael Myers?
2: Yeah, Jason has sort of a mechanic jumpsuit uh-huh. too, and so does Michael Myers. Yeah, Freddy Krueger's the only one that wears that striped, kind of fun, like yeah, ratty and his gloves. Twitter. Um, well, I mean, Freddy if...
1: Krueger's canceled.
2: Why? Because he always says he does a lot of sexual It was original.
1: Stuff. He was canceled, and that's why he became sleep monster
2: oh oh right because he was a pedo oh my god and then so he still is basically trying to have sex with the students right (laughs) in their dreams he's
1: always just like shut up bitch
2: so is he the original canceled monster (laughs) i think so because jason wasn't canceled
1: what's his deal
2: jason okay this I'm so glad you asked. I finally get to talk about Jason. Jason was a little boy that had like um oh, right. mental a uh, mental disability and he was made fun of by the camp counselors at Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. And they weren't watching. They were actually making out and having sex when he was swimming. Right. They were making love. That's and he was
1: rule number one.
2: Keep your eye on the kids. So Jason drowned. And so in the first one, there's a it's twist, his right? mom. Yeah. Sorry. For Jason spoilers or whatever it's called, Friday the thirteenth. Jason's mom is getting revenge against these sexually um, <laughs> amorous teenagers. Yeah. And then it becomes supernatural. Uh-huh. But that, that boy is back. Apparently, he grew in size and became <laughs> a man underwater. <laughs> and it came back. But regardless, I think those costumes are actually the best fit for us. Okay. Because let's leave Bride of Frankenstein. I think you
1: should do, yeah, Jason, but make the, the uh, suit the jumpsuit shorts
2: okay it like kind of a little (laughs) like yeah i like that because we're we're thinking so a little sexy right
1: yeah and it's hot out there in the hamptons
2: do you know they really do a good job though of not showing you what any other people at the party are like are doing they do a really good job of like keeping those in the background yeah although there was that the guy that gabby was talking (laughs) to who apparently got really really (laughs) drunk and biffed his head really hard
1: aren't you surprised that more people don't get hurt at those parties, I know they're all jumping they're in the acting pool. Acting a fool,
2: and Chris was throwing people in the pool. I would say a, a little negligently. He yeah. was like sort of throwing them where their like head could hit. I was like, Chris,
1: that's like terrifying.
2: And in in the kitchen when they were all slipping and sliding, I was like, God damn, but you're going to get always hurt. Always up
1: on the countertops. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, um, can I
2: ask you one thing before we yeah. we the sun gets eclipsed and we go into <laughs> uh, Vanderpump Rules? I can't
1: believe we haven't started talking about
3: Vanderpump.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that this is something to, I think maybe we take out that Al Pacino talk at the beginning and maybe our violent <laughs> <slavery>. <laughs> That was just us getting warmed up. But yeah, this is a, this is a long one. Really quick. I want to discuss, because it's only lightly discussed, but it came out in the reunion again. What the hell did Craig Conover do in Amanda and Kyle's wedding? Did oh he? God, yeah. Was he? I mean, being drunk at a wedding is like being full after eating all you can eat buffet yeah. everyone is drunk yeah after especially their wedding and apparently him and Paige were doing somersaults i'm sure kyle got <laughs> drunk but craig i guess i mean there's there's a two sides to the story Paige said he wasn't kicked out right but kyle and amanda weren't saying he wasn't right. kicked out so what the hell did he do
1: i felt um divided on this because i hate craig but i like Paige. so i was like i didn't want her to have to deal with that but at the same time i'm like craig sucks
2: i heard that he had to use a toilet that was that was not a porta potty
1: like on that's what kim zolciak's mom did and that's why she doesn't talk to her mom anymore because she entered their home during kim and croy's wedding even though they had porta
0: potties and she kicked
1: her (laughs) Kim's mom, Kim's own mom, Couldn't own mother. She had her escorted out of the wedding for entering. Is that on? Is that on? Yes. You gotta watch. Don't be tardy. (laughs) That's
2: that's on. Don't Don't be tardy tardy
1: for the wedding. The wedding one.
2: I'm already watching it just for that (laughs) one moment. And has she talked to her since? I'm not sure. So Craig apparently, you know, had to take a huge dump. He didn't want to use a porta potty, (laughs) so he went up into the house, and he was probably. Being belligerent. Yeah. Like we saw him at he's Winter probably House. probably likes
1: throwing plates.
2: Yeah, he loves throwing plates and glasses for some reason and shattering glass. I didn't know that about Craig, but apparently he likes to have a party where he's just breaking stuff. So maybe once he got in the house, it was like a bowl in a uh what do they say? China shop. And he was just breaking plates over his head, breaking the toilet, or who knows? I'm just speculating, allegedly, but he must have been pretty rowdy yeah. for this to even have come up.
1: Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. I know, but it was
2: brought up at the reunion. And yeah. I, I feel like it's an overshadowed thing. I would, Wait. I wish they had footage of that. I want to yeah. see Craig potentially get kicked out of Kyle and Amanda's wedding. It got
1: overshadowed by Lindsay wanting to give Austin a handjob or whatever.
2: Yeah. Did she want to? Remember? Well, Danielle was going to give Carl a dry handjob. You remember?
1: <laughs> yeah. But remember what happened? Um, Carl was like, uh, they just got McDonald's and then went to bed. It was fine. And oh. Austin's like, she was like. I want your dick.
2: Oh yeah, and Lindsay he was, was like, just "No, like... thank you." Yeah, Lindsay was like, <laughs> "We just went to bed and nothing happened." He was like, "Yeah, she totally offered me uh, a hand job." And then he
1: kind of just let that story die because he didn't want to deal with it.
2: Yeah, I don't know Austin at all. Still, I only know him from the two Winter House seasons, and then the you know him on Summer House. So yeah. I still I don't have any you good haven't impression to him
1: on Southern Charm no, yet. No, okay.
2: I can't believe he's a, such a late era. I'm on season four oh, wow. he hasn't showed up yet.
1: Um, he has a good first season Um, okay but yeah so i wonder if we'll talk about that more but um i don't know
2: so what do you think in terms of this episode structure do we get (laughs) do we cut the al pacino minute (laughs) cut the jack white hicksville room and then this episode will start around 45 minutes do you think are we are we not so precious and we just leave it all in (laughs)
1: Yeah, we can always just put time codes in and people can build their own adventure. Can
2: you imagine the time codes? Jack White fights Vaughn Bondi's man at <laughs> <laughs> six minutes
1: in. No- <laughs> minute.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. Timestamps.
2: Uh, help everything do you think
1: this is going to be a three-hour episode
2: well we haven't even started talking about vanderpump rules we haven't even made a mention of vanderpump (laughs) rules so i don't know but yeah let's take a break let's let our ad our beautiful factor meals ad or whatever our sponsor is play and we'll take two pisses (laughs) independent of each other and then we'll come back and we'll talk what are we ready
3: yeah we're ready ready. yeah
2: okay all right we love you all (laughs)
3: for full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
0: Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.
2: Amy, we are fully back uh, from the bathroom. (laughs) How do you feel?
1: (laughs) Nice and empty.
2: That's amazing. You know, we like to start our Vanderpump Talk um, unburdened. That's right. So, I just got an email, just so you know, before we start Vanderpump, I know people um, want us to talk longer about not Vanderpump stuff. Uh, I just got an email from Kyle Cook. Lover boy just announced a brand new flavor. It's called Limoncello Spritz. Ooh. It's the Amalfi Coast in a can. <gasps> Limoncello. Are you fucking with me no i swear I, uh you guys you won't see it maybe youtube will see it if you can see my phone but look at this beautiful i love lemons Ooh. i love lemons so cello spritz Sounds so, so kyle thank you so much you you <laughs> actually wrote me at the perfect time because i advertised lover boy for you on the pod
1: do you think that they can send us an additional case i'm
2: hoping <laughs> that in i hope that our pack is just accumulated from time with more and more stuff and so please put limoncello's in there right
1: (laughs) yeah and i want a hat
2: i think they're giving giving us some (gasps) merch yeah oh my god i love you kyle and amanda so much so amy are you ready Mm -hmm. to talk about vanderpump rules reunion season 10 part two yes oh my god Okay, generally, <laughs> generally, up front, just at the top, how the hell did you feel about this thing?
1: I thought it was way better than the first part. Now, I didn't get the sense that you
2: didn't—you <laughs> weren't so on board with part one. Tell me.
1: Well, I just felt like they were saving stuff for later. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like they held back on the first episode because they know that we're going to make it to part two and three, yeah. no matter what. And, like, even in part two, we didn't even get, Raquel. They're saving that for part three. I'm
2: really surprised that Raquel got the one out of three part treatment versus Sheena getting the one out of three part. I thought there'd be more for Raquel to say. Maybe Raquel's such a dud on the couch. that. But
1: also like I feel like Raquel being out there is going to be so polarizing, you know? like They wouldn't be able to make their way through the business of like everything if she was out there too because they can't 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 even get through being with Sandoval. So if they were both there, they couldn't, you know.
2: Do you think at Junkyard Dog next week when we have our watch party, people will just be booing the entire time Raquel is on screen?
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Although, I mean, we'll get into it, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I'm saying this from an earnest place. I really think there's something wrong with her.
2: I think everyone is okay (laughs) to to, uh, coalesce around the fact that Something, something, is off. There's
1: a diagnosis to be had
2: about Raquel. Yes. But Amy and I, I always like to say, we are not psychologists. I is am. That, you are. Oh, <laughs> I wish I would have asked that beforehand. Amy I know is you Amy. said
1: on the Patreon, we're not good at math, but I do have an MD.
2: That is, well, I wish you would have told me earlier because I would have never made a statement that we were both not psychologists <laughs> if you actually were. I will say, I concur with your diagnosis that something ain't right about Raquel what it is I'll never know yeah and I I honestly disparage or I don't think highly of psychiatrists and psychologists that diagnose people on television right if they don't actually are not having one-on-ones with them yeah but I think we can all agree when you watch Raquel have no absolute no reaction or emotion to what is happening when she's in that trailer, right? You wonder, yeah, what she thought was actually happening, right? This entire time, my theory—I already said it to you—is that she's not actually watching the reunion <laughs> in the trailer. They just had her look up at the roof, and that's why she is so unreactive
1: <laughs> to anything. But <laughs> <laughs> she's watching like Rainbow Bright. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's the cartoon from the '80s, like oh. Strawberry Shortcake.
2: Okay, no, I've never seen that. Smurfs. So you think, is she sort of like just enjoying an episode of like that? But I feel like even to (laughs) Rainbow Bright and Smurf, uh, she would have some reactions.
1: (laughs) That's true. Uh, (laughs) No, yeah, her reactions are very bizarre. Um, But yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Okay, so generally, so you like this more. I I will say I am having a hard time thinking about this reunion in parts because I know that once this is all out, we are going to love this reunion. It's going to be, what, three hours <laughs> yeah. of the best, you know, most explosive topic in history. Everyone is fighting and talking about it. But it's hard in chunks because I'm just so um, waiting for, you know, all of it to be out. It's hard to judge the, you know, as a piece, yeah. which I guess is always the case.
1: It felt like this one, I guess because the first one starts with those like one-on-ones. I felt like the first one felt a little more dated or something. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And the second one felt a little more relevant. Yeah. And like,
2: yeah, and, and new, yeah. And, and new developments were happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this one, yeah, this one felt good. I mean, yeah. it was good. I loved, you know, up front. I loved the lunch, 20 minute lunch break. Yeah. I loved the producer stuff. I love behind the curtain. Yeah. Production stuff. Fourth wall breaking. That was amazing. I love seeing them at lunch. I love seeing them change out of their clothes and just yeah. talking shit on their break. That was yeah. so fun. That made it. Like, that was great. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, want to dive deep,
2: right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
1: Um, the first, uh, you know, there's overlap on the, between the first and second. And the first overlap is we get to hear Sandoval say, uh, I fart Mozart yet again.
0: They,
2: yeah, they said <laughs> we got to start the episode with this. It is just so such an amazing thing to say. So they really highlighted, um, yeah, Sandoval's like sort sort of turn a phrase there.
1: Yeah. Um James goes to the bathroom like 400 times.
2: Yeah, I kind of wish he didn't walk away so many times.
1: <laughs> Do you think that um a specific Lisa Rinna quote would be applicable here?
2: There is a chance. I got so um much hatred towards me when I speculated on what outside of drinking some of the cast members do. So I won't even <laughs> allege it here, but James was getting up and going to the bathroom a lot, possibly just to have a piss break. But
1: yeah. I mean, if he's a nervous peer, I can relate to that. You know
2: yeah, I mean? but he, he got up to too much. And I do think getting up now is a uh, classic way to have an explosive moment in a reunion because they always show walkouts yeah. even kyle wait when he did it last season yeah it, it seemed very unwarranted it's just yeah. like you don't really need to get up out of your chair yeah nothing is really causing you to like have to walk <laughs> away
1: was ramona the first yeah
2: and hers was because she did not want to be in a segment <laughs> that talked about alex and simon's beautiful <laughs> beautiful photography nude Art photography. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was almost. It was just for some reason it struck Ramona. Um, she didn't want to talk about it, so it <laughs> caused her to walk out. But yeah, the first walkout in history.
1: Yeah, I got a Instagram uh, served me and Alex and Simon post, and I'm like, honestly, jokes on literally everyone else because they're going to be together till the day they die. Was
2: it sponsored?
1: Um, no, it was just them. They were on vacation. Um. And i'm like they freaking love each other
2: they love each other so much they're so horny for each other they were (laughs) taking beautiful artistic photography of each other naked they never showed the simon naked photos but that were (laughs) those were actually even better and they were pioneers of brooklyn that's true they were in brooklyn before ramona even knew what brooklyn (laughs) was
1: and while you are in high school i am in brooklyn trying to like raise my family in this economy the
2: bet one of the best (laughs) Rony th- has a thousand <laughs> iconic moments, but one of the best moments is when they all go to <laughs> Alex and Simon's house for the first time. Jill, when it's Jill best. goes to it. It's she's like,
1: like just because it's old doesn't mean it's good looking.
2: And there are, like, stairs missing <laughs> and stuff, and, like, wallpapers peeling. The and...
1: kid's birthday party, and Bethany shows up, and she's horrified. Yeah. And Amazing. she's like, the emperor wears no clothes. Anyways.
2: <laughs> but, 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 to just, just, do you concur with me that walkouts are a little overused yeah they're not really ever warranted no okay so james like andy said get in your your
1: fucking fucking chair. chair
2: i hope he doesn't get up again i think i don't think he will
1: yeah um so lala and sandoval are going back and forth still um uh he calls her a narcissist. She says, I've got an ego the size of this building, but I ain't a narcissist. And he goes, that has a lot to do with that. Like saying like having an ego is part of being a narcissist. And yeah. she goes, no, it doesn't, you moron. And he's like, you're a moron. Yeah.
2: And he you have to remember, he is so triggered by his, by being called stupid. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So he does not like to be called a moron. So he calls Lala a moron. I have to say, I do think Lala is a slightly more intelligent than Sandoval
1: yeah um and then he pulls out the big guns
2: i thought this was a shocking uh thing for mm-hmm. him to say and also sort of no one heard it except yeah, us she
1: didn't respond
2: lala didn't hear it mm-hmm. so so she did a tiktok i think or an instagram i didn't see it yet which i should have but it was like right before we started recording but she said she didn't hear him say that and so she responded in just oh, now like today was she furious or, you know, could you imagine? I'm sure we don't even have to guess. <laughs> she was probably so furious. But that was what a what a thing to say. How would he even know? Oh, oh we didn't say what he said.
1: <laughs> he said, You pulled out your IUD the day you found out Stassi was pregnant.
2: So Right. So there's a lot of shocking things in that. First of all, is she so like competitive with Stasi that she thought Stassi would get so much like shine from having a baby that she immediately changed her life?
1: Did trajectory. they what was their deal? Did they have they didn't have that much going on together, did Stassi they? Stassi
2: and Lala. Yeah. I Feel like they always had a reverence for each other. Like they were fine. I, I feel like Stassi was never like horrible to. Uh, oh, didn't... it was Lala's entrance to the show was when Stassi was like Gone. on the outs. Yeah. And I don't really. I don't. I never can remember a dramatic moment between Stassi and Lala. Like
1: no, because I remember Stassi went to her like concert or whatever at yeah. that bar, and she was like, "You killed it!" Like, and then um, Stassi like um. She decorated or party planned that. Yeah. So I think they were always like fine.
2: Yeah. I, I, I have, I cannot remember a moment but of, but they Do weren't well. like
1: up each other's butts either. No, it was
2: very, it was like a, it was like a respect, mutual respect, but we don't actually like hang out. I don't think they're ever close. Right. But what Sandoval is implying is that like behind the scenes, maybe we don't know this, but like Lala is like a Stasi Stan. Right. And, and like really, Judges her self worth against Stasi's, which I would have never known.
1: That's interesting. I want to know more.
2: But also, how did he know? Did, is it just his theory that because Stasi got pregnant, right. immediately Lala got I mean, pregnant? IUD
1: is very specific. But didn't
2: they all get pregnant at
1: the exact same time? Yeah.
2: Like Sheena?
1: Well, and... Maybe she made it happen within weeks. Who?
2: Uh, Lala. Lala. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a very jarring accusation. And I don't know fully what he meant by it, except to imply that she, uh, Lala has always been competitive right. or jealous of Stasi. Yeah. It and, was weird. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to hear what, what Lala actually has to say, because it was sort of crowded
1: out. Right. Um, yeah. I watched it again today and I was like, wait, there's no response. Um, yeah. And then, they talk about Randall for a while. He doesn't allow ocean to be on camera, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is a classic divorce move. If the remaining parent is on a show, they're just like, Nope, you don't get to do that. I
2: know it happens all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, and then she says that Rand's rep is Harvey Weinstein's rep, which is damning.
2: Yeah. Did you happen to watch the (laughs) Randall scandal?
1: I watched like half of it. Okay. Um, It wasn't particularly interesting. Yeah,
2: for me as well. I I think I was saying last (laughs) week, I'm not really interested in Randall. I know he's awful. I always thought he was awful. Uh, Yeah, I, I just, I'm sorry.
1: They were kind of grasping at straws for the drama. Like it was, some of it was kind of just like mundane, like entertainment stuff oh, where they're yeah. like like, the w- he, G- yeah, like he had got a strike against him from the WTA yeah, G- i was like, like did, okay i
2: needed to be included i'm like that <laughs> happens probably a million times and like that has happened forever so yeah it, it did seem like they were filling up this documentary with accusations or whatever but regardless i mean yeah, I mean Randall seems awful. I mean yeah. the stuff about taking advantage of Bruce Willis when he didn't even know who he was on set mm-hmm. and wh- where he was is awful, so unforgivable. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah.
1: Um, she said that she met him hosting at Sir. He that Randall was a huge fan of the now, show, and
2: that was shocking to me. Yeah. like I always thought that he was like, he thought Vader Rules was beneath him. Right. She sort, she sort of, she she implied that. Yeah. Remember. Three seasons ago or four seasons ago, when she was still keeping his identity a secret, she was like, My man does not want to be on this show. <laughs> when, and she was sort of, um Ooh, this is a friction moment between Stasi and Lala because Stasi was like, Are you implying that Bo is beneath your man and that Bo wants to be on the show, but Randall doesn't because he's like above it? Yeah. That was a little bit of friction. Yeah, that's true. So, um, Um, But that's not the case. That wasn't the case. He actually (laughs) loved Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And
1: he sent an assistant to come in and find her. And uh, she said that they asked, do you have a manager? And Lisa said (laughs) he meant Peter.
2: That (laughs) was a 10 out of 10 (laughs) joke. I was upset with Lisa a little bit uh, last, uh, you know, part. But when you say manager and it's you're thinking it's a Hollywood manager.
1: This is my manager, Peter. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that was a good joke you have to give credit it's
1: for really credit. funny
2: yeah yeah Lala so even left i was gonna yeah Lala laughed i was gonna ask what do you think randall's favorite season was of <laughs> vanderpump rules
1: two yeah i was gonna say two
2: because it was he was it was season four when he like was starting to appear
1: so i'm really excited for us to watch season two on patreon oh, i feel I like that's the real oh, shit okay. yeah that's when it's firing on all like one is fun but two and three
2: well, and four and five for me. That's I mean, true. I love it. The golden era is like two through six, yeah. in my opinion. So I can't wait.
1: Thrilled. Um, James immediately calls Lala out, and it's like you had sex with him the first night, and Lala's like, "No, that didn't happen." And LVP is like, "Uh, yeah, you did say you let him hit it on the first night." Which I... <laughs>
2: I love that Lisa remembered this moment from the show. She remembered it exactly. She they remember- rolled
1: the clip and she goes, I let him hit it on the first night. I was like, wow.
2: Lisa has been watching Vanderpump Rules nonstop in the theater room. And she knows every moment of the show. Because she even, she calls out like James later. Like not to get ahead of ourselves. But like she, she knows the show totally. so well. So it's funny. Yeah. and then I think they, they get away with that by, lala saying no we hung out a few times the first time we ever had a date that's when I let him hit it that's when i got the range rover so they sort of give lala a little bit of benefit of the doubt right even Um, though she she bragged specifically about
1: she was they were asking her like um did you feel pressured to sleep with him to get work? And she actually said that she didn't. And she was like, I didn't know Hollywood worked that way. And James was like, I knew Hollywood worked that way when I was like eight. And then Lisa's like, James slept with Kristen to get on the the show. And he's like, no, I've created my own story and you should be thankful. <laughs>
2: yeah. I sort of, I, I was like, why is Lisa, she said it very like cheerily and like she was like, you know, just having a laugh or whatever. But it's just kind of, disparaging James in a way <laughs> like to make Lala sound better or to make them all on the same page equal right. with Sandoval she's like denigrating all of them and so <laughs> she's like bringing James's character into question from something he did in season 3
1: <laughs> yeah but then he denied it and then they rolled a clip yet again and he was like i was gonna get on the show either way living with uh or by fucking his girlfriend (laughs) yeah he was
2: bragging about it yeah and then james keeps doing this thing where he says i was 21 then i was a little he said it
1: like 30 times I'm i'm like okay like who cares
2: and he keeps calling himself like i was a little boy back then like I was such a little boy. I'm 30 now and you're 40 and I'm 30. And then I was 21 and then I was 25. It's like, does age really no. have that much significance in your head? No, you he to...
1: keeps calling uh, them like old man, old man, which he always used to do. Jack, which Andy historically doesn't like because Andy's older than all of them.
2: Yeah. And I hate to break it to James, but there is a day. His time unfortunately time. when you will be considered older than you are now. <laughs> and I don't think you'll like talking about age as much. anymore. Right
1: yeah i know he's like no spring chicken anymore but um we didn't touch on this but i listened to kristen on good guys yeah good guys yeah and she was saying that james kennedy's time will come that the truth always comes out yeah
2: i am so worried that in our like james Ferber number (laughs) one guy uh thing some revelation will come out that will make us like fully think james is like a monster right but i'm like if there is something all of the cast members know about it and lala is still james is like ride or die and most of them have a good a decent relationship with james what could come out that would make you know that lala wouldn't be like oh i don't want to be your friend anymore right. like i don't think kristen has this huge bombshell
1: yeah i mean we've like seen him act pretty badly so i would be surprised but if there's we something- do
2: unfortunately learn later that james has been smacking
1: (laughs) ass yeah (laughs) right yeah
2: yeah we'll get to it yeah that was i mean not to get ahead of ourselves but i mean that was sort of a like you know yeah shocking thing to learn and they
1: but we'll talk about it but honestly sandoval is right everyone is just reflecting or uh what's the word i'm looking for deflecting anything yeah. they do back onto him. Yeah. And it's like, we actually had pretty bad revelations about James in this uh, episode and they got no attention because he was just like, well, at least I didn't fuck my girlfriend's best friend. It's yeah, like, and... okay, well <laughs> let's just stay on this for a minute. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> right. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. So I think it's like, is it a break time right now? Schwartz starts to do pushups, yeah. right? Which, you know, you know, admirable. Do pushups <laughs> on your break. Why not?
1: I right. guess it was kind of weird. Why, why do you think? Maybe he was, well, maybe he started the day with Adderall and then later he took his lorazepam. Right. But maybe he was still fired up from his like day starting uppers. But yes, um, <laughs> Sandoval, his outfit in the light of day looks so insane. Yeah.
2: It. What a it's choice. A villain. What a strong choice. What kind of coat is that? He's wearing a pea coat. Yeah. A black pea coat mm-hmm. and an all black all black outfit it's
1: like. Prada loafers or something. Did, um,
2: why, what What? was the rationale behind dressing like that?
1: I feel like he was trying to be somber and all black, but it made him look like a villain, like a cartoon villain.
2: I don't, I can't even find the Sandoval that I used to love <laughs> in that man.
1: Yeah, it's dark.
2: It's hard to even recognize him as the former Sandoval because I can't view him outside of the scandal anymore. Right.
1: Well, he was, specifically unrecognizable because he was drinking diet coke not diet squirt
2: do you think they didn't fulfill his rider and give him the squirt that he's so dearly
1: i think so because all everyone else was drinking diet coke too at their lunch table so i think they were just like it's diet coke for you guys it was
2: interesting (laughs) though that he took a big sip of diet coke and said this is trash yeah (laughs) you know he probably
1: put his cigarettes out in it
2: and then we got to my favorite part this whole break i was like they're gonna cut to commercial james ran away it's gonna be a commercial no it's not we're seeing push-ups we're seeing ariana change out of her outfit to eat lunch we're seeing catering (laughs) or you know the 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 tables like very unglamorous set life which i'm very used to yeah i love seeing that yeah the the facade of hollywood sort of breaks down a little bit when you see like
1: your container lunch
2: like lunch breaks yeah. and stuff like that. So I thought that was so fun. And then and then I think, right, is this when Sandoval sort of
1: makes yeah. his... He goes into her trailer and he's like, it's rough out there.
2: It <laughs> is rough out there, he says. He is very dismayed by his performance.
1: Right. He goes, he's like, James is just how I knew he'd be. If I blink, James is like, <laughs> look at him blinking over there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> controversial but I want to give credit where credit's due. That was funny. What Sandoval said, he (laughs) still (laughs) has a sense of humor that, and that is exactly what James was doing. Yeah.
1: And he was like, kind of giving her a full review of everything that had happened. And she was like, she's like, I saw everything go down. Like, she's like, I've been watching. And he's like, Oh, okay, cool. But he
2: did, have, he did have like, he has, it's, it's, he has a controversial read on it, but he's not fully wrong. Sheena yeah. is groveling to get back in the friend group with Katie. Yeah. Lala, who doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> either of them, is now taking her high horse and calling them narcissists. Like yes. it's it's we're so against Sandoval and Raquel that it's hard to give them credit at all, especially Sandoval. Right. But the a 10 a 10% of that is accurate, what yeah, he's
1: saying. For sure. Um, and he's like, they're calling us narcissists. They're painting us as liars. And Raquel's like, we haven't lied about anything besides this affair.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) she is so good for saying those pithy lines that just get to the heart of it. He goes, they're trying to paint us like pathological liars. She goes, but that is something we know that we are not. It's like, whoa, Raquel, that was actually amazing. She just said exactly what she was thinking. (laughs) <laughs> and it was perfect. And then she says, just like you said, the only lie, <laughs> right?
1: Was the only thing we're talking <laughs> about, which is right. the affair.
2: Right. And um, yeah, I mean, this is the start of where Raquel's reactions and the way she is talking about it don't really reflect reality, right? right. Or, or what the actual situation calls for. She seems very removed.
1: Yeah. She's like, I don't love the way it's coming across. Like she's, you know, saying that uh you know, she it turns out that it seems that uh Ariana and Tom weren't in as bad of a place as she was told.
2: Yes. She is a little um she says it just the quiet part loud. She says exactly what she's thinking, which is that she didn't know that there was some intimacy right still left. I think that Sandoval probably told her There's absolutely no intimacy. She doesn't even care about me. She doesn't love me. This is all fake. And I'm gonna break up with her soon, but her grandma just died, so I'm waiting for two weeks. Right. So Uh, she got the worst, she got the worst version of things while he's actually making efforts to keep the relationship with Ariana ongoing.
1: Right. Um (laughs) uh they do a quick cut to the other group at lunch, and James is like, good riddance, go live in a yurt in the desert.
2: Second yurt reference this season, <laughs> yeah. right? And
1: uh, Ariana really thought that was funny. Yeah, um, that was
2: great. What One quick, this is like a really, really silly theory, but Raquel, like a way to justify her actions. Um, do you think Raquel doesn't know what aspects of the show on Vanderpump Rules are reality versus what is <laughs> fictional? And so she didn't, she doesn't, actually know what drama to believe is real versus what is fabricated or what like does she know how reality television works and that (laughs) it's actually like not fiction and that these are actually people's reactions because she seems so shocked by how sheena like we'll get to it but how like sheena is acting that she's like it's like she's stunned that Sheena would actually have a response like this to something she did Yeah. I don't don't know. It's just it's just something that I thought about. It's like, does she know that everyone is actually portraying how they really feel? And she's sort of confused about what is shown on television (laughs) versus what's real? Right. I don't know. It's like
1: she didn't think about the outcome at all. Yeah. Like it's a total shock.
2: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, back to what you said. They're at lunch eating, still discussing everything. They're bonding. They're talking about um Sheena having to leave right to, yeah
1: um which I mean at least you know she got to be on most of the show ultimately but um <clears throat> so Tom starts to say something that makes so little sense
2: yeah I'm so yeah I want to talk about it
1: I'm so confused
2: so it's it's just to set it up for you it is him again trying to give the audience specific examples of how their relationship with our, his relationship with Ariana deteriorated. And this is by far the worst example <laughs> of what he said, right. This is what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: He says, um, you know, Ariana always talked down to me a little bit. And then, you know, he's talking about asking her for like advice on like what he would wear. And they cut to a clip of when he's trying on green sequin pants and she goes, I don't like the green. Like, it's a very mild interaction. Um,
2: Yeah, not at all noteworthy. (laughs) No.
1: And then he goes, and then she switched to being like, you're so good at fashion. Just wear whatever you want. And he said, like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you trying to say?
2: Is he saying that she used to care more (laughs) about him? So she would actually take pleasure in helping him in every aspect of his life, but specifically wardrobe, which we saw that she was actually giving him good advice still three months ago or whatever right. that was. But that and then it got to the point where she gave him a compliment. You're so good. You can do this on your own. Yeah. And that was indicative of the dismantling of the relationship and how um, what what's the right word separate they were from each other.
1: Right. Like she's just like, do what you want. But I the, guess.
2: But the. Dumbest example. I mean, up there with pins, batteries, and uh, toilet paper. It
1: made no fucking sense. Ane- I was so confused. These
2: anecdotes, these anecdotes he's using to provide for his case. Are some of the worst examples it's in like history. Throwaway. of throw
1: away. I'm like, you have very few opportunities to speak. Yeah. Like, no one's letting you get your point across. And then when you do have a chance, that's what you say.
2: And Raquel is sure as shit not helping you get any <laughs> points across or, make, no. or letting you delve deeper into your feelings. She is just a brick wall there to listen to what you have to say.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Raquel's like kind of saying, you know, she thought uh, oh, yeah. that Ariana probably thought that that he wanted to make the relationship work because he didn't break up with her. And Tom goes, yeah, like, maybe we should have, you know, done this sooner. And Raquel goes, you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, Raquel gets a little introspective. I don't know if mm-hmm. you, you wrote this moment down, but she <laughs> says something like, I was going through a ten- transitionary time this summer, yeah. and I think the pendulum started to sway <laughs> too far to the left and I'm ready for the pendulum to start to sway back or something. She
1: goes, This is my wake up call. And then Tom goes, I believe in you. And she says, I know you do.
2: Yeah. And then they just have this like, what, like a silent moment where they don't want to speak anymore on camera. Right. Yeah. Like awkward. It's just awkward because yeah. what they really want to say to each other can't be on camera because we would hate them so much more. Yeah. So then Sandoval has a full blown <laughs> freak out yeah. at production.
1: He's like, I'm done filming. Can we have like a for real break? Uh, and they're like, you can like go have lunch if you want. And he's like, I'm fucking taking my mic off. Yeah. Like, they're basically like, you know what you're here for. We're not letting you to have a conversation without us recording it.
2: Yeah, exactly. At first it was like, oh, this is like typical of production. Like they're going to say you can have a break, but they're still going to film you or whatever. But no, it makes so much sense. Every conversation you all have together, we're filming. So we're yeah. not letting you. But then Which... I think they, they relent, don't they? Because it kind of cuts in. Raquel and Sandoval walk off together. So Mm -hmm. I feel like he sort of Mm -hmm. got them to give them a private moment.
1: And we had seen this scenario kind of in paparazzi photos way back when it is
2: it's kind of like it's kind of shocking that moment was captured by paparazzi, (laughs) a very like huge moment in the reunion.
1: Um (laughs) yeah, the guy's like, um, Everyone else is getting recorded while they eat lunch, you know? And then he starts to be like, legally, I get a break. Yeah, which, uh... I mean,
2: he's right. I mean, he is right. Like, I think you... you, you... Well, he
1: could take a break by himself. Right. They were like, that's fine.
2: Yeah, but I I think once you start to say, like, legally, we deserve a break, because they are technically working anytime they're being filmed, he's right. Like, you have to have a... He he, he gets granted a break. Even though we don't want him to have a break, legally, he is entitled to not be filmed while he has a moment they don't right. they don't have to film every moment of raquel and sandoval so yeah. he wears the producer down basically
1: right. uh he threatens to take a fucking lift
2: i know he's a brand loyalist
1: <laughs> yeah i thought that too
2: he doesn't say uber as a like yeah. catch-all Lyft. he's a lift guy
1: the mustache remember it,
2: yes when Lyft <laughs> first started out they had big pink
1: you think that's what's going on? He loves mustaches. Maybe they're bringing back the mustache.
2: You know, I was sort of sad when that era of big, pink, fluffy mustaches on cars ended. (laughs) It
1: was very silly.
2: Yeah, very silly. (laughs) But interesting to know that Tom takes lifts. We know a lot of his brand loyalties now. That's true. Squirt.
1: Um, He's like, yeah, he just kept yelling like... I need a break from filming. I don't want a, com- a camera in my fucking goddamn face. No. And then he says he's in a very delicate position right now. And then the guy's like, "Just take a beat." And he's like, "This needs to take a beat."
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then yeah, and then they I I really think they do take a beat because it just cuts and then I think we go to break. Yep. And then I think we come back and it's the, the alley era.
1: She looked amazing.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't focus on what she wore for some reason. I never can. What was she wearing? Hot pink. Oh, yeah.
1: It was a good color for her.
2: And everyone was happy to see Allie. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Everyone was like, Allie's here. I think yeah. Katie said, Allie's here.
1: Yeah, she was like, I love that. You look great. And then yeah. Allie's like, how do I sit? Which is a valid question. I'd be very concerned about sitting at a reunion for because they film for like 10 hours. Like, Me too. If you're wearing like a mini dress or like a, what ariana's wearing where you're like midriff is showing. That's like so intense sitting correctly. Yeah.
2: I would have no idea how to sit.
1: Yeah. Um they asked her if she had seen Vanderpump Rules. She said that during COVID, she went down a Bravo rabbit hole. Um,
2: I I liked the honesty. Yeah. So many people have come on the show and said <laughs> I had never seen one second of Vanderpump Rules in my life. I didn't know what the hell that show was, but Ali admits she went down a Bravo <laughs> Rabbit hole. Yeah. She didn't specifically say fan. Right. You know, which I think she wouldn't own it. She wouldn't say fan, which is fine. That's a bridge too far because once you get labeled a fan, everyone will call you that forever. Right. You were a VPR fan, fan, fan. Now you're on the yeah. show. But I like that she admitted during COVID, she yeah watched all the Bravo shows. Um,
1: yeah. And they were like, wasn't there anything that concerned you about what you saw of James? And they did a little montage. And honestly, the montage could have been so much worse.
2: Yeah, they did, the pre- <laughs> they did the pregnant thing. Yeah, they did uh, him calling Randall Emmett. Uh, See you next Tuesday. Yeah, no, like, yeah, there was. Like, it could have been worse. Yeah, like him lying about cheating with Kristen. Like that. Yeah, that spitting was, on the
1: door. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. Saying Katie's shorts weren't flattering. Um, yeah, there was <laughs> a lot more in the highlight reel you
2: could have included. They gave him sort of just being like verbally aggressive.
1: Yeah. Um. And she was like. Um, but then I got to know him, and he's lovely. Which,
2: you know, we agree. That's probably the case. We see the worst of James sometimes when he's, like, unhinged and, and rage-filled. Um, but overall, it seems like James is a you know a good, fun person that we yeah. all
1: love. They also showed, um, like Lisa said, that Allie is a pleasure. And, uh, you know, got into how James always cries with Lisa because she's a matriarch to him. And they showed a montage of every time or a lot of the times that he cried to Lisa and I forgot there was one when he was begging her to I think it was like give him his show back and he goes I won't do anything not to you again
2: is that what she says you need to pull yourself together right now <laughs> yeah. I love that Lisa was spot on she was like you I think there's never been a scene where you haven't cried and then James tries to um, lessen it a little bit he's like yeah maybe 10 years ago uh, I did cry to you and she goes not 10 years ago like she's like every season and he goes Yeah, yeah maybe season one or season two it's like, no, we just saw <laughs> 10 moments. Yeah, and cried Elisa. And
1: Andy said, I love it when you cry. I it's, thought that was so sweet. Yeah. And this whole time, um, Sandoval is like rolling his, his eyes, like dying. Yeah. Because he's like, I fucking hate him. Why, um,
2: why, did we talk last week about why Sandoval went in with like pure hatred towards James, the person that he, <laughs> uh, fucked over, maybe not second as, best. Yeah. Second most yeah. affected by this? Why is he like, he, he's basically like, James is no good. He's just as awful as me. So if I'm getting shit, he yeah. has to get shit too. But it's just, it comes off so weird. Like where yeah. did this hatred for James come from? It is weird. Yeah.
1: Um, They roll the clip on uh, James calling Raquel's mom a fat bitch.
2: Oh, <laughs> I, wait, are we, are we at the part where he delves a little deeper? The pumped up edition yeah. version? I think so. Are we there? Okay, well, it goes. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. So we learned this was only, this was a pumped up exclusive.
1: Oh, it was. I don't, yeah. I don't, did okay. you
2: see? It, it wasn't a junkyard dog last night.
1: You mean what Sandoval says? No, no. the no.
2: <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner gets even worse. So we thought <laughs> oh, that right. at Thanksgiving dinner. Once that uh, Raquel's dad starts carving the turkey, that James says, "You're you're miserable because you're married to I, I'll just say it because it's James' words. You're married to a fat bitch." <laughs> Yeah, thank you for bleeping that. And he points at Raquel's mom at the Thanksgiving dinner table. But then we learn that she's also been a little rude to James in the past.
1: She's like, you have an uncut cock, do you? She frequently...
2: (laughs) Raquel's mom frequently talks about James's penis size at Thanksgiving. So I thought this Thanksgiving was already sort of odd...
1: It's getting even more different. Is Raquel raised in a house of horrors?
2: Grandma, but it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was just going to oh, say that. You were? Yes. Where Leatherface is sitting yes. at a dinner and the grandpa is just sitting there. I
0: literally was just
2: going to say that. I think that. it's the most iconic <laughs> horror dinner in history. Well, speaking of, why don't we do Leatherface? And, That'd be good. Yeah. Um, what the hell's going on at this Thanksgiving dinner? What the hell? And why does Raquel have no reaction even this doesn't get her to react. Even yeah. hearing that James is calling out her mother for bringing up uh, James's penis size at Thanksgiving.
1: They said that she was like, is he circumcised? Is he not? Uh, what does an uncircumcised cock look like? He
2: says she'd talk about my dick at dinner. I was like, I never thought I would hear dick at dinner.
1: At under- I've got bloody grandma buttons sitting across the table. <laughs>
2: talk about a house of horrors.
1: Andy's like, all right,
2: all right. They, it was too much for Andy. And they didn't include it. I I'm I almost positive that's the pumped up because they don't talk about like circumcision and penis size. That was a pumped up exclusive. So if you didn't watch pumped up, you don't, have, you have no clue what we're talking about.
1: Lisa's face was so funny. She was like,
2: even Ariana was like, sort of like, okay, why are we bringing this up?
1: You know what? I have to make a comment ariana sometimes during this reunion because i think she's like so enraged and like yes you know sort of just on another level some of her faces are giving winona Ryder at was it the sag awards
2: because every time they're painting to her wait yeah winona was very <laughs> she's like, expressive you? She's, <laughs> yeah but i think it's just how like all of her reactions she she was so uh naturally offended by everything they were saying and so like yeah. yeah riled up that i think every time they have to pandor, she has a over-the-top yeah. reaction but it's probably not what it was in the moment they right. just have so many great skeptical reactions or rageful reactions to choose from yeah. but yeah you're right it is you don't know where the hell she's like what she's thinking when she's <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah um
1: i just like screamed uh when he brought up grandma buttons because i think Having a grandma buttons is one of the most iconic. Yeah, uh, it's such a
2: sweet, amazing <laughs> grandma. But why did she have to get subjected to this Thanksgiving from hell? Yeah. And James says it's multiple Thanksgivings. <laughs> what What happened at this Thanksgiving dinner?
1: <laughs> I need to know what more.
2: James doesn't do, apparently, he hates podcasts and he will never be on a podcast. But if we ever get James and we can just say we won't talk about anything <laughs> uh, too hot button. But can you just uh, grab my But can you please tell us what these Thanksgiving dinners were like? Yeah. No holds barred. <laughs> Uncensored. Yeah. Because already pumped the, up. just the pumped up, cause just a little bit of these tidbits we're getting, it sounds unconventional. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Major <laughs> fucked up scenario. Um uh they roll the beach clip, which I have oh. to note because I love seeing that again. Oh,
2: and that beer throw just ages like fine wine <laughs> he oh he smattered yeah he smattered towards with beer <laughs>
1: yeah um they get into his uh drinking ally says that she's not drinking as much and that they both take breaks which felt a little i don't know flimsy
2: yeah it was just sort of yeah, what does it mean? Right. It's just like, yeah, you guys are drinking less, okay? Yeah, I mean, I have the, I have a thing where I'll drink a junkyard dog till oblivion, and then not want to drink for a week. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, and
1: Lisa is saying how she doesn't think he should drink, and she was like, "I'm saying that as someone who makes a living selling alcohol, so I don't usually tell people to not drink." But yeah, maybe. Yeah, for I, you. I
2: was so down on Lisa in part one, and pretty much everything she brought this part was like classic Lisa. It was like she, yeah. she was. Revving up her engine a little yeah. bit. She, she really brought it. And then I don't know if you noted, but Schwartz says, uh, just a little aside, he's like, Two cocktail James is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they are right. Well, well I, I actually, this is so sensitive or whatever, but there is... We have seen that there is a limit to James's drinking right. that gets him to spiral a little bit out of control. He becomes... I mean,
1: you think of that clip, the rooftop clip when he's drinking, like, what is it? Like, um, um, Fireball? Or, is uh,
2: it, it? No, I think you're right. Fireball, and he's face chugging it. And they're all in.
1: like, James, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, and so I, I, I agreed with Schwartz's assessment that two-cocktail James yeah. is great. I think we've seen that.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: And then we're, are we, we're, uh, Sandoval was throwing mud at the wall, yeah. you know, to obfuscate exactly. It was
1: good tea, though.
2: If, if this was another season and we were on Sandoval's side, we'd be going, God damn, <laughs> that'd <laughs> be the most shocking revelation we heard. Yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of unfortunate that we are so anti Sandoval that we can't revel in these allegations this moral gray you know where it's like none of these cast members are perfect i know we're so team james right but if he was screaming and climbing the rafters (laughs) and smacking asses that's worth and he doesn't he doesn't um sorry we can talk about we
1: skipped over the fact that when they were talking about james calling raquel's mom a fat bitch that sandoval leans over to schwartz and says he said the same thing about my mom the first time he texted me I'm like, he's just going around calling everyone's mom a fat bitch.
2: Well, no one has ever had more of a um, more reaction to people being fat. We've already talked about this, like one of our first episodes (laughs) or whatever. He hates or it's the easiest target for him to comment on people's weight. That is like, that's his first. That's his go to
1: He called Schwartz fat recently. I know. He's just he is so repelled by
2: the by people who are in <laughs> his mind fat that he can't help himself
1: mom that's definitely like instilled in him from his mom who's like yeah. a rail why would he
2: ever call sandoval's mom fat so
1: fucked up the firefighter
2: no wonder sandoval's kind of
1: uh yeah i uh, can't believe uh, he even made friends with him after that
2: yeah and then i think ali says um rightly i don't think the word fat should ever be
1: used right
2: ever and Which... james is, she's she's dating the man who uses it the most <laughs> yeah disparagingly
1: i thought about that because that is um that is a uh, um, a hot uh topic in the i'll call it the fat community they i think a lot of, like people do use that word so it's funny that someone like her was the one that was like you because should never say fat so
2: society is sort of like turning <laughs> where that's not a negative term right. it's like reclaiming right fat. it's like and what you say overweight so she's sort of like two steps behind what the, the culture <laughs> right. is like
1: right i was now. like well Roxanne gay says it Allie, what do you think about that
2: she does Roxanne <laughs> so. gay claims it
1: i think so <laughs> okay well but anyways but yeah he's a dick about that type.
2: so then sandoval we didn't get into it specifically he kind of brings the ruckus a little bit here on james yeah shattering the james myth a little bit and definitely shattering the perception that james is in control of his drinking and only sips two (laughs) beers and then gives it up
1: right yeah he says that they did a gig together and he says uh james was belligerently drunk and he goes so was schwartz
2: yeah and it's like james i don't know what to tell you but there is a difference between schwartz belligerently drunk and you belligerently drunk.
1: absolutely um the security was going to escort him out the manager uh told sandoval that uh james had slapped a waitress's ass and that he had to have her sign a form to make sure she wouldn't file suit
2: so huge allegation i mean almost you know Rivaling like the Lindsay accusations in Summerhouse. That's pretty big. Yeah. He smacked ass, sexual harassment. Yeah. And had to sign an NDA. Yeah. Or she, she had did. to sign an yeah. NDA so that she wouldn't sue them for the behavior of him. They lost the their, job. Their job. Yeah
1: and james is like that's great that's great like who fucking cares uh all you have to do is get drunk and you get paid um you guys just get drunk i get drunk and i provide a whole fucking show
2: okay yeah which which okay props (laughs) to him he does have to do more work than sandoval and schwartz at a engagement like that because they're not known for anything except like pouring shots in people's mouths but i couldn't believe that he just fully admit it Admitted
1: it. He just <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't deny he, it. He didn't deny one
2: aspect of it. No. He's like that story is true. Yeah. <laughs> I was climbing from the rafters. Yeah. Which what are rafters?
1: Um, I was imagining. Yeah, like the. Um, I know that the only time I went to Coachella, people were doing that. You know, in like the tents. Oh, like this
2: is that the stage apparatus? Like a, yeah,
1: like scaffolding. Kind so of,
2: I maybe? heard. I heard that he. Uh, you know how he had a long corded mic. I heard that he swung the long corded mic over the rafters and started swinging into the audience.
1: He did like a, have you seen what uh, pink concerts look like now? No. What does she do? She does like aerial flying over the crowd.
2: Oh, I went to a Drake concert, Drake versus little Wayne, and Drake went on one of those pegged stands oh, nice. that floats in front of the audience. And he sang the song called Find Your Love, and he was over our heads. <laughs> Yeah, that was like, that, yeah.
1: Really? But Pink like literally like she does like flips and shit.
2: That is so fun. Can you <laughs> please send me a YouTube of the I best will. pink aerial moment? Um but I, I was just gonna say I think James sort of does a low key version of that where he wraps <laughs> the mic around and I think he swings over the heads of people while screaming <laughs> with his shirt off.
1: I would love to see that.
2: But you can understand why he might get kicked out because there is some worry that the mic cord would break and he would fall. Into- <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he only weighs like 90 pounds. So it wouldn't
2: actually hurt that bad. Um, so, um, so what do we do with that new information? Does it make us reassess James?
1: It does make me feel like um, we have to keep our eye on him, you know?
2: Yeah. And, and And yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that I was glad to hear. I wasn't mad at sandoval for bringing it to try to um you know i don't know cause james to look bad as well as him because i do want to know that kind of stuff right just as a viewer um
1: yeah uh (laughs) then james is like my dj business makes tenfold what you could even fucking imagine and then lala tries to get in the mix and try and say that this information was somehow irrelevant because the toms drink heavily Mm -hmm. and uh sandoval's like it's how we react with it is different. I don't smack girls in the ass, on the ass. And Ariana goes, you just fucked my friend.
2: <laughs> and then, uh, and then James goes, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Sandoval takes umbrage and he says, that's your get out of jail free card for yeah. everything. And James goes, you're goddamn right. That's our card this year. We're <laughs> we're bringing that out every single time. There's an accusation, which,
1: yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I guess. But yeah. still, I mean, could Sanibel just, he's not supposed to say anything. Right. Again, like we talked about last week.
1: Yeah, he's like, it is the card this year, you mustache prick. And then he's like, pussy ass bitch.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say to you, uh, one thing I wanted to remark on is that we, so Worm with a mustache was great. And I'm glad he capitalized <laughs> on that. But his insults definitely degrade <laughs> a bit to where he's just adding mustache yeah. to Pussy and prick. Worm. <laughs> he eventually says mustache, worm, prick. And It's like, okay, yeah. you got one good one. Yeah. And then you just kept adding mustache. Well, he
1: keeps doing the thing where he blurts shit out. So he leaves, but then he comes back. Yeah. Then he another Another walkout. Another work walkout. After
2: and he said, please stay in your chair. Yeah.
1: Then he goes mustache, worm, bitch. Yeah. Ugly fuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, 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 his pinnacle was worm with a mustache. He yeah. never got to the heights of that
1: yeah um they talk about how ali uh, told him to see a therapist and he's Andy he was like why and she was like i think everyone should see a therapist especially men especially james yeah
2: funny <laughs> great moment i liked it i like that she can give james the business sometimes yeah,
1: yeah. and then was this an exclusive because i don't remember this last night they talk about yes, how he was. bought a house
2: yes it was yeah so we brought this up on the show you know, the James Bought yeah. house, but he's telling the world. Yeah. And they all love it. They're all yeah. happy and Allie's moving in.
1: Yep. Yeah, with the cats.
2: It's in Burbank. Yep. And, and he said
1: he has a pool and a studio.
2: Yes. And he's so happy. I mean, he's so happy. Lisa's like, you know, I'm proud of you. Don't Yeah. she says, Don't fuck it up, Mr.
1: Yeah. Even Sandoval says, James, congratulations. And it just like, goes not... and Ariana was so happy for him. She was yeah. like, What?
2: Yeah. And like we've said before, you know, I really do want to get invited to the housewarming i'm sure it'll be just you know a select group
1: probably soon
2: yeah but you know obviously if there's a way that you and i could go to it that would be a positive experience for (laughs) us right yeah i would jump in his pool
1: i would love it (laughs)
2: then we have to what talk about Tina and Brock's Cancun goddamn wedding
1: I guess Um, yeah Katie's just mad that Schwartz is friends with Brock Um, Schwartz says she has a long history of diminishing like friendships and this is when Katie does the serial killer quote she says you're friends with everyone you're a serial killer's wet dream
2: you're gonna end up um, chopped into pieces in a dumpster something like that Um, just before we blow past it do you find there is merit to the accusation leveled at Katie that she has a long history of diminishing (laughs) Tom's friendships?
1: I didn't really get what she, what he meant by that. He
2: means that she doesn't actually think he's friends with some people like Brock, but Brock's not a good example because he did, he did just meet him or whatever. But I guess Katie is always skeptical of how close people are
1: but like what do what version what's an example of that from the past?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure because <laughs> we don't know who outside of the cast member Schwartz is actually like hanging out with. Right. But we do find out that um he was a little surprised to be Brock's groupsman. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh he was like, Am I worthy? But he was like, We did, you know, we connected. And she goes, You connect with everyone. And he goes, Not everyone. He's like, I'm a lover. And she goes, You're a people pleaser. And he goes, No, I'm a people pleaser. Person.
2: Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, he says, I love people. I'm a people person. And I thought that was a fun, great Schwartz moment. Yeah. I know we're mad at him, but that was funny and a good rebuttal. He really didn't
1: say much this week.
2: He is so nervous about the upcoming (laughs) storm of which we see of Raquel coming out that he can barely he doesn't he doesn't even want to talk for more than a minute if he doesn't have to.
1: Yeah. Um so uh lala they get into um they ask Allie basically if she got was starting to get annoyed by lala and raquel warning her about james um and lala starts to get emotional um talking about how you know she felt like an idiot and a fool with everything that was going on with her and she starts to cry and she tries to stop herself and lisa says This is the side of you I love. We don't only want to see the angry side, which I agree with. If Lala was more vulnerable, I would have much more goodwill towards her. But she always tries to be so tough yeah, and it comes off annoying. Yeah, And I'm like, if your heart is broken, just act as such. Yeah, and
2: I I never feel like I really truly know Lala because she never lets me get a glimpse into the deep Lala feelings. She's (laughs) always so...
1: Give us Lala.
2: Yeah. Can you abide by your patented catchphrase and just give us (laughs) Lala? Maybe she saves Lala for television and she gives Lauren to her friends.
1: Yeah. I bet you if she wrote a book now, it would be a bestseller.
2: You think? Yes. One of, so when I was not the biggest Lala head, I like Lala (laughs) a lot more now. But there was a little bit of schadenfreude when she didn't hit that number one bestseller and she wanted it so bad he
1: were you Randall Bought the cake said, and he like scraped off
2: he called him and
1: was like get yeah.
2: to lick off number one so it just said bestseller <laughs> in my mind Sound.
1: hashtag book it's,
2: it's, <laughs> it, <laughs> it said it said by the time he got done licking off the frosting it said la Hashtag book because he licked off a little too much of her name. He
1: thought it was tasty. Did you, did you,
2: <laughs> once he started licking the frosting, he could not stop. Did you have Schadenfreude when that happened to Lala? That or were is... you a Lala, Stan? He did.
1: No, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, good. Okay.
2: So we're not, I'm not so a monster. I have come to really love Lala more, but there is that 10%. I liked
1: her more at the beginning. Oh Yeah. Like the very was... beginning. And then yeah. her Rand era, she became insufferable. And she yes. hasn't yet returned from out from yeah. that area. Be
2: vulnerable. Let us see, you know, the other sides. You know, it's not all, you don't have to be so
1: tough for right. us. Um, I liked when at the beginning when she just owned being like a PJ, essentially a gold digger, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. She kind of just owned it. And she loved that it pissed off she was claiming, Katie and she everyone was claiming else. It. She was like, you're just jealous. She's like, remember, she used to be, I mean, used to be, but her and James were like quite snotty and they'd be like, if you were hot, you could get on a PJ, but
2: (laughs) they definitely said stuff like that for (laughs) sure. I did like that. Allie was, uh, she does say like, I wish I sort of would have pushed back. I didn't need that much feedback on the relationship. Like she said, I, she was like, I was open to it at that point, but also I feel like they were giving me a lot of unwarranted feedback. Right. Basically. She said that.
1: Yeah. Um. Then they get into more James, uh, slander um
2: (gasps) yeah but this was this one wasn't as bad
1: canyon club i was
2: actually i liked hearing this story because it 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 exonerates uh james a little bit it was less bad than what i thought
1: right and you were there that night right
2: yeah but we left before if i would have known i would have stayed to see this scene that james created but apparently he was sweaty as hell (laughs) he had just got done performing which we saw him perform he wanted to shower didn't want to talk to one more person, which I imagine he's getting (laughs) talked to by everyone. Everyone wants a little piece of James that night. And he screamed, I want to go right fucking now. (laughs) And the security, he, he screamed at Allie, and the security raced over and said, you can't scream at the Canyon Club, which I know the security, they are tyrants at the Canyon Club. I was personally witness to how awful they treat people. So I... Uh, I don't know exactly what James did, but if that was the case, then that security <laughs> presence. Was-
1: he was like, I'm really tired. I want to go home. And they were like, you're out.
2: <laughs> go home. Take a shower. And
1: Absolutely go not.
2: And then there was some they try to make it worse. Well, first of all, Allie says that's what happened. Nobody was there. So she was know. like,
1: no one saw. So I don't know why this is a big deal. And then
2: but it was filmed.
1: Sandoval says that maybe he grabbed her wrist or something like that. And they don't really deny that, at least.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, James is very grabby. Right. I mean, he he is.
1: But the second it gets into that territory, James changes the subject and goes, were you fucking Raquel in the back? And uh, Ariana goes, dedicating songs to me while you were fucking other people. So it immediately, yet again, he doesn't have yeah, to deal yeah. with that.
2: And Sandoval goes, yeah, I was kissing her in the back. <laughs> he admits it. Um, then, oh, oh, okay. Well, we're, we're out of this Canyon Club territory, yep. right?
1: We're on to restraining order. Restraining order.
2: <laughs> Guess who was there the day that Sheena
1: got completely exonerated? <laughs> Court date on the 29th.
2: We were there. Was that the 29th of, what, May? No. Oh, I'm no, no, sorry, March. March. <laughs> sorry, I get May and March swaps sometimes. It was... I, yeah, right? Yeah. So for those who are just new turtle time listeners, little cutie turtles as of now, just so you know, Amy and I were in the courtroom right behind Brock and Sheena when the judge officially said, by my decree for all time, Sheena and Brock are officially exonerated. And she banged down the gavel and you and I (laughs) cheered. Yeah, (laughs) it was. And then. Yeah, it was just an amazing moment. <laughs>
1: We're not um, there yet, but later on, Lala um, starts crying about how she's so happy that Sheena yes. won't have to deal with the court system yes. because she's so traumatized by the court system. Yep. And Sheena starts crying. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'll start this by saying, I understand that Sheena was scared and overwhelmed by this entire procedure. Um, You know, she was you know on top of her heartbreak didn't want to have to deal with that but i was kind of laughing because having been at the court it was essentially like a traffic ticket it was yeah. like the least dramatic court yeah. you've ever seen
2: yes i mean yeah <laughs> if that if if our first-hand account is any um has any merit i would say <laughs> that wasn't too you know yeah like um uh, bureaucratic of a process right. or like I'm like that's consuming. it's kind
1: of an example of like lala kind of seemingly is uh in her mind uh she's so triggered by everything that she's gone through like rightfully so that Everything that is anywhere near that experience yeah. is just as bad. Yeah. And I'm like, doing a custody battle with like Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> like representation, uh, where they like threaten to take your kids away is probably a little different than just like making a mandatory appearance to be like yay or nay or yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah, it's true. That's yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then uh it this is now they are talking
1: slapgate, punch gate.
2: Andy says. Sheena, did you punch her? She says, "Andy, I can't talk about this until the 29th. I can't say one word about it." Lisa adds her two cents. She goes, "I think she slapped her."
1: <laughs> and then Katie is in the background being like, "She couldn't punch her. Look at her nails."
2: Yeah, and, and then and then, um, LaLa comes to Sheena's defense. They, they all say no. Sheena can't talk about it. And then Sandoval goes. And then and then I think Andy goes. Sandoval, do you have something to say? Because he's going. <sighs> <sighs> and he goes yes Sandoval do you have an alternate theory on this and he goes "Oh, oh, I'm in a hard place here because Sheena is my friend and Ariana goes say it Sheena is not your friend she'll never be your friend again so you can just right or she goes but careful what you say yeah he
1: goes I don't want to upset my relationship with Sheena and Ariana goes you don't have one you idiot (laughs) (laughs) and he goes oh
2: he goes I will just say that I when I was on the I phone,
1: wasn't there. I
2: wasn't let me just say specifically, I wasn't there, but I heard on the speaker phone that Sheena said, Yeah, <laughs> I punched that bitch and I threw her phone. <laughs> and he goes, I will take a polygraph to that effect. Yeah. And Ariana goes, That didn't happen. Yeah. Sheena says, What I think Sheena, Sheena says, says
1: that. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep which was trap. giving like uh New Jersey was giving Sopranos like you fucking rat. Keep your yeah. fucking mouth keep shut, fucking... motherfucker. <laughs>
2: yeah, when it comes to legal issues, keep your fucking mouth shut, Sandoval. But he does it.
1: Yeah. He's like, you know, saying he doesn't wanna, you know, whatever. And uh Sheena's like, better just did not say anything. Like she's like she's so it's pretty clear right. that everyone is just covering for her. Yeah. It's... Like I'm pretty sure she probably did say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, 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 I I don't, like, because it's legal, and even now, I think Sheena would be mad at us, now that we can't talk about stuff, but it's just, like, it is a legal issue. Well, she
1: said in the finale yeah, that she, she... she was filled with rage, and she shoved her.
2: So, well, yeah, we'll use the terminology she used, <laughs> but something happened, you know, yeah, whatever, I, I don't know, we, we've talked about this enough, and, but I'm wondering why, you'll know much better than me, and I don't know why I'm so confused, but why... Did she steal Raquel's (laughs) phone and throw it and break it? It So she couldn't talk to Sandoval and like get their story straight for a second?
1: Well, it sounds like I think the timeline is this, if I understand correctly. They, you know, Sheena and Raquel were together. Tom and Ariana were together at Mm TomTom. Ariana called Raquel directly and said, I just found out. Tell me now. Tell me everything. Right.
2: Then, without, without Sandoval's um, getting our stories right. Straight.
1: Then Sheena's there. She, I guess after their conversation is done or whatever, grabs the phone and is like, I'm fucking here too. Like, I can't fucking believe this. Let's talk. And then she said, "Uh, I'll call you back. Essentially, I'll call you back on my phone. I'm going to chuck Raquel's phone into a gutter. But there has been, I'm pretty sure Ariana said this on Call Her Daddy, that at one point, all four of them were on speakerphone together. Yes, like Raquel was on the line, Sheena was on the line, Tom was there, Ariana was there. So there is an instance where that was true, where yeah. they were all hearing. Because I was like confused. I was like, "Why is Raquel on the phone now?" Like,
2: yeah, But did he
1: call her? Like, what?
2: But why? But why? Why does I know it's the worst thing in the world, and we're all dealing post-scandal universe. But why does it warrant taking someone's phone and? <laughs> Throwing but, it in a gutter, I
1: think she was just, in a rage, a blind rage.
2: Okay, so it wasn't, it had no like intention behind it. It was just like, I'm gonna destroy no, your but phone.
1: Sandoval took Ariana's phone, right? Because she was threatening to tweet yeah. about his infidelity, yeah. and he didn't want that Could to you happen. Imagine
2: if we would have just peeked in the back of TomTom <laughs> for one second and seen this horror show oh, again of like. Like, calling the Uber, grabbing phones. We hear Sheena on the speakerphone saying, I punched her! Or yeah,
0: whatever. <laughs> Allegedly. Like,
1: yeah, the Uber driver hears it all. They stop for cigarettes. Right. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah. Uh, they're, oh, it does a, a clip from Watch What Happens Live, and it's like three hours before Skandaval. Is <laughs> like they like, dancing? dancing? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fun. <laughs> um, and apparently... They say that Sheena did go to Ariana at one point after she had been hearing these rumors and told her, you know, I've been hearing this. I don't know, like, what you think about that. And Ariana was like, there's no way. Like, they would never do that to me. Thanks for letting me know, but don't even worry about it. Right. Which is crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then um, to our, that we're getting to that moment where Sheena drops a bombshell that Sandoval, right? That Sandoval sort of uh, alluded to an open relationship right, at, coachella. at coachella
1: which he vehemently denies
2: yeah um, and she ha- can't believe he had the audacity <laughs> to do this at coachella which right. is a sacred sacred place
1: yeah. yeah uh sandoval's like i didn't i didn't say that and like oh, i just talked to her and ariana's like are you coaching her like you coached me yep. and sandoval's like you coached me let's be honest and she goes well you need it
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah,
2: if anybody's coaching anyone on how to appear on camera and not appear bad, I would say Ariana was probably giving advice to Sandoval. Yeah. Also, I think we heard in uh, Call Her Daddy that she did help manage Sandoval's, like, businesses and appearances and mm-hmm. made him come off better. And then she said without her influence now, you can see why Sandoval is making some of these very bad decisions. Like yeah. Like, doing the bow and arrow <laughs> uh, stories on Instagram and like having no remorse about what's happening.
1: Did we talk about his rant against Glamour magazine?
2: No, of course it's we did It's amazing. Didn't. Oh, he was, so, I, I said, it's the final straw.
1: <laughs> I keep thinking about it because every time I try to give him benefit of the doubt, he does something like that and I'm like, all right, I guess I really shouldn't go to bat for you at all yeah. ever again.
2: He's so mad that journalists <laughs> are getting into the fight against him, that they would have the audacity to um, call him a monster, like that he's ruining something. They just He can't believe that it's gotten on the radar of certain yeah. people. The
1: drama was that Glamour magazine did like a jokey article that Tom Sandoval has ruined white nail polish for everyone. Yeah, just... And then he went on this whole like Trumpy rant about how uh, you call yourself a journalist. He tagged the writer of the article mm-hmm. Um, called her out, said that uh it was like bullying uh and uh, you know, tabloid fodder and that he thought better of their publication. And it was like five Instagram stories long. It was a true mental breakdown. Because he
2: was a huge glamour head uh <laughs> before he was yeah. he loved glamour. He was like, I
1: thought your magazine stood for style and truth. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was a subscriber over the years, and I guess glamour was just like too much for him. Oh yeah i'll say um did you see his post um just a quick tangent but did you see his post where he sh- showed uh, screenshots of the tmz article that was saying how robust <laughs> his audiences were no. he shared five screenshots from tmz about how amazing his crowds are and how he's been selling out um the dog like it'll say the venue and it's like billy d's uh, <laughs> billy d's donut hut and he'll be like a sold out crowd at the donut <laughs> hut and then and then he he references that someone from snl chloe fineman came to his show oh, yeah. and he just keeps referencing it and <laughs> they have a photo of chloe fineman and i am sure she hates the fact that she keeps yeah. getting references going yeah. to a show and taking a photo with him
1: did you know she's scientologist
2: i did megan t- tells me every time i bring her up she says did you know she's a scientologist i say i know that now um, <laughs> i just
1: watched her architectural digest tour
2: does she talk about it in that
1: no hmm? you know if she's smart she'll keep it to herself but
2: Speak of Scientology, I know you wanted one quick minute to discuss the explosive. Room, you don't know what I'm talking about.
1: I was afraid you were going to bring up Danny Masters.
2: <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that.
1: Convicted. Anyways, go on.
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> I want to talk about... I'm so sorry, guys. Do you mind if this train <laughs> derails? It takes a pit stop for one second because you mentioned Scientology.
1: I think I know what you're going to say.
2: Now, I... <laughs> do not believe that if people are scientologists i don't treat them differently <laughs> but i'm only going to say we all know scientology and i think we know what scientology is and what they practice i'm pretty <laughs> well researched on it yeah okay with that in mind that caveat we have heard <laughs> amy and i that <laughs> lindsay hubbard now i'm not i will never ever reveal our sources ever this is deep, deep background. Lindsay Hubbard is apparently from Clearwater, Florida. And she is allegedly L. Ron Hubbard's secret child.
1: Is it a daughter or granddaughter?
2: <laughs> you You read the same. Are you just you're trying to not uh, you're trying to not out our sources, which I appreciate, but you you are more uh, tied to this rumor than I am. So you tell me what the rumor said. This is a rumor. This is a legend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think maybe um, it's that L. Ron Hubbard lives among us.
2: That was a rumor?
1: And <laughs> he has a daughter that's only in her 30s because he's been alive this whole time.
0: <laughs> what are you doing?
1: And he, he I, oh, She sorry. knows where Shelly Miscavige is. <laughs>
2: okay Elron well, <laughs> Humbert died in 1985 so I don't think that's what so- you think oh okay okay so I'm sorry so I didn't know that okay <laughs> well <laughs> how about I- I'm I am worried about litigious the litigious Scientology community I have heard <laughs> that they are
1: we are in their neighborhood
2: so let's just put a pin but
1: in that. do you agree that Carl looks like someone that has been under the guise of a Uh, stress test or something like that
2: i will be honest allegedly it does look like he's been subject to a couple audits in a row
1: (laughs) i think so he has that sad um john travel to look in his eye if you know what i mean
2: yeah and once you audit (laughs) once you audit with scientology allegedly they can use all of that information about you and release it to anyone and it's not a. maybe we should not talk about scientology right
1: (laughs) I'm just saying Carl is giving hostage. Okay.
2: Well, we might cut this out. Uh, I'm sorry to derail the train station. I just know that that was a rumor that Amy and I wanted to bring up at one point, but maybe we'll cut it out.
1: Let it fly in a okay. Um Okay, so we get into this portion where Sandoval is, they're talking about oh, I what like this Ariana would or would not allow according to him on yep. camera.
2: Yep. Yep. He says specifically that they would be having... Uh, horrible fights and then the camera would start rolling and ariana would be like honey i'm home yeah and then ariana says that there was nothing she didn't bring to the table that they were not remarking on on
1: camera. which i mean i agree she has a strong case in the sense that she really was very honest and vulnerable about her personal mental health issues yes um you know, about like her former relationships and her body image and all of those kinds of things. But to me, that does not mean that she was specifically uh, particularly open yeah. about the state of their relationship.
0: Yeah.
2: And if you'll permit me to be a stinker for one second, <laughs> we know specifically and objectively that Ariana tried to shut down a conversation about the Labor Day party where Sandoval looks bad and the right. relationship kind of looks bad for a second that he didn't visit her after her go to her immediately when her grandma died. We know she shut down that conversation and we know that Sandoval specifically told a producer, I wish we could get more into the things that are going on. That's not bullshit. We saw it. Yeah.
1: Lala confirmed it. Right. Um, But of course, you know, she'll now she just says that she didn't want him to look bad. Yeah. And then there's
2: and regardless, if that's the case, there's still no excuse just because you weren't showing think an awful fight or something there's no excuse i'm just saying we can't just say everything sandoval says is complete bullshit because we hate him
1: now right for sure
2: that we wouldn't be doing our due diligence as investigators <laughs> journalists
1: yeah. yeah um they <laughs> you know this is he gets on the thing about how she, he thinks she called him dumb and that he said that she said your brain don't work so good <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like, nothing has ever sounded more out of character from someone that I think I've known after watching for 10 years than Ariana doing a dumb, dumb voice and saying, your brain, let's see, she, your brain, your brain don't, don't work, work so
1: good. And she was like, that was your joke. Are you kidding me?
2: And he goes, I know it was my joke, but you're still calling me dumb. And she goes, I never, ever. Called you dumb. Until now.
1: Yeah. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, She was like, I'm going to use your tactic where yes. you never let someone finish his sentence. And he's like, that was your tactic.
2: <laughs> I I loved hearing their tactics yeah. because Sandoval, they Stassi has said, I heard her say, Sandoval's so good at the reunions because the minute you start to pin something on him, he'll have some specific anecdote from the past and he'll just right. burn you with it. Yeah. So I love hearing that he has tactics. Yeah. That he will train people with yeah don't let them finish
1: yeah it's like if there's propaganda you know cut him off yeah and uh i I guess at one point he called her motherfucker because lisa goes did you just call her motherfucker
0: that's
2: (laughs) your tactic motherfucker to ariana (laughs) in her face the problem is tom sandoval for some reason uses the word motherfucker so casually (laughs) that he'll let it loose to lisa and Ariana. he didn't specifically say to lisa but he just says motherfucker so often that it sounds so wild that he called ariana a motherfucker
1: (laughs) i love it yeah uh okay so then we get to raquel she says she regrets filing the restraining order yep um
2: oh is it this the andy one-on-one yeah okay um
1: and he you know apparently the document to uh undo or cancel it or whatever was filed that very day. Which
2: is was not legal, not at all. Not binding. Not not real. No. It was just a piece of paper that the lawyer printed out. It had no legal standing and she still had to go to the court hearing. Right. So that whole moment for people who don't know or you might not have been following, that moment where Sheena gets her dismissal, that wasn't real. She actually still had to go to her court hearing and Raquel is the one who didn't show up and that's why the case was dismissed. Right. So that was just theater
1: yeah um but everyone at the reunion you know falls for it they clap that's when lala's crying about how she's like you'll get to spend time with your family now (laughs) which again whatever i know this whole thing was so dramatic and traumatizing but uh i don't know how much uh time That took her away from her family necessarily. But we witnessed
2: exactly how much time it was. We were there (laughs) earlier than her that day. We spent more time in the courtroom. 8.45
1: to
2: 9.45. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was. it.
1: Yeah. Right. (laughs) We were like home by 10 10 (laughs) a.m. I got McDonald's on the way home. Anyways. (laughs) um, uh, Yeah. Sheena's sobbing. This. Um, It was really sad.
2: So sad. Sheena finally. uh, You could say that Sheena. Didn't have a lot to say. And why is she here for two parts or whatever? Sheena is devastated. Devastated by this. You see yeah. it.
1: She's like, I took care of her. I gave her a home.
2: Betrayed by um, my two best friends. Yeah. Literal best friends. And she uses that t- term loosely. Right. But we know Sandoval was one of her best friends. We yeah. know Raquel was one of her best friends.
1: Yeah. She says that her baby cries when she sees her cry. Um And they cut to Raquel. She has the most blank face you've ever seen. That, Meanwhile, like I'm crying. I
2: know. Like I know. everyone
1: every, and, at the reunion is crying. Everyone.
2: This this is what this is what makes this is the moment where Sandoval actually tries to uh make amends with someone without sounding just like without either crying or uh deflecting. Right. He actually tries to touch Sheena's heart with you know with this. He says, just because right, we're at that yeah. moment, right? He he says just because of what I've done in the last eight months doesn't negate fifteen years of our relationship, and it's like right. kind of does, unfortunately. It's like you, you say that, but it really yeah. does because it makes you look at every single thing you've done in hindsight in a different lens. And we're we're learning that as we, yeah. re- we watch the show. Yeah, it's like it, it. You did kind of ruin your legacy a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, it's so sad. Um, yeah. She. Uh. They're saying that. Uh. She they played the clip where she said she would trust Brock in bed with her. And then she goes, we literally shared a bed. We went to Vegas and she didn't want to go back to her room. And she was like, can I just sleep with you guys? Which I was like, that's weird. Um, but Shena slept in the middle. Sheena was in the middle. And then later they uh, show a clip. Maybe, I don't know if this was on last night or just in the bonus, but uh, on the Havasu trip, she told them about that. And they're like, you slept in the same bed as uh, Sheena and Brock. And she goes, we did a cuddle puddle.
2: Oh my gosh. I think I missed that on the two times I watched. I didn't see that cuddle puddle scene.
1: It was a cuddle puddle. Um, but yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. And then we, we, I, we didn't really get to the malicious intent. Do you have that, uh, uh coming up next or is that, is that a little let me
1: further see. down? Oh yes. Yes. But first I have to write okay. down, of course. um, when Sheena is, uh, so upset, she says, you know, I trusted her with everything. Um, First of all, yeah, Sandoval says, Sheena, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to Raquel, who says, now I'm thinking I should have written Sheena a personal note. And then she says, as things are unfolding, it's like more realizations and um, like more regrets.
2: <laughs> so, Amy, first off, I want to say your Raquel is so good. That was exactly how she said it with the same tone and same pauses. That I don't think I even wrote it down, but just hearing Raquel process things is the is one of the most shocking things. It's like she's saying what anyone would have been thinking ever <laughs> since this started, and she's saying it for the first time out loud to herself because her thoughts are coming to her, you know, yeah. <laughs> in the moment. Yeah. And I took that to mean that she had no idea that Sheena would ever be affected yeah by this this yeah she like didn't even
1: think about it yeah um but yeah um on top of uh sandoval's thing about uh you know i haven't been fake for 15 years right he says we did not do this maliciously and ariana is truly 10 out of 10 furious she goes watch what you fucking say
2: yeah yep
1: and he goes it is uh she goes it is malicious and he goes okay it was malicious but not malicious intent (laughs) <laughs>
2: true yeah it's like thank you your honor yeah. like he really tries to like clarify what that was
1: yeah um uh oh and then they're getting into it she calls him disgusting um all this stuff um you know you guys are done being friends about him and Sheena um and then he starts getting into her rage yelling at this point he goes this is how you always were now you get to be unapologetically this way for because it's valid because of what I've done. But you never said, sorry, this is the person I've been dealing with this whole time trying to like unveil to the audience. Like, see, look how hard to deal with yeah, she is. Yeah, this
2: is a real you. So you're saying that Ariana actually, like, she's been able to manufacture her presence on the show for eight years or whatever it is and actually this rage-filled <laughs> person who sc- <laughs> screams is the real ariana like there's just absolutely no way that
1: is it's case. insane um and then they bring up that sheena did bring up to tom at a dfh event which is like uh the ariana's drink
2: from drinks
1: home. Uh, drink from home line cocktails. or whatever yeah. um sheena asked tom directly you know i've been hearing this stuff like do you care to deny it you know and uh she goes you needed to just lie to my face and he goes i did
2: (laughs) i I didn't understand this moment why why did why didn't sheena want to know the truth right then I, i didn't get it
1: well i guess she was like please don't even fucking tell me because i don't want it to be on me to have to tell Ariana. Yeah. And he agrees that oh, so it would favor. have been a burden on yeah. you. And uh, Sheena says, like it was to Schwartz. Right.
2: We have to take one quick second. My laptop, we're going way longer than we ever have. <laughs> we just entered the territory where I have to charge my laptop, so one second. <laughs> Sorry about that. We are fully back.
1: Yes. Um. So yeah, she was saying it would have been a burden on her the way it was on Schwartz. Uh,
2: so she was, she was glad that he didn't tell her that <laughs>
1: Yeah, like she wanted to, she couldn't not say anything. Like she felt morally obligated, but she also didn't want to be the one in charge of dealing with that. Uh, but I wouldn't
2: guess, Ariana have preferred that <laughs> Sheena know at that point?
1: I or- guess, although uh, from everything I've watched with Ariana, it sounds like she's honestly relieved that it happened in the horrible way that it happened. Yes. Because It was so undeniably fucked up that she could just move on. Whereas if she found out like any other way or if she didn't know that it was cheating or whatever, um, that she would have had to grapple with like what to do next. Whereas she found out in such a terrible way that she was able to just cut ties completely. If
2: if Sandoval has had his way, he would have like. Perfectly orchestrated some lie to get out of it. Right. She would have believed it for a while. The world would have believed it. Right. But instead, he flamed out like crazy. Totally.
1: Um yeah, Tom said he went into fight or flight in that moment, which I thought was funny. Um oh, and then a silver lining or a gold lining, I should say, this wonderful moment. Um
2: so- Andy says get the hell out of here Sheena we gotta get Raquel in here and Sheena goes not so
1: fast Andy just one more thing and Sandoval's like oh I gotta go and she's like you can leave I don't need you here for this and they show a clip from a reunion in 2013 and uh, Andy's talking about how she's releasing single year after year and he says at this rate you're gonna have an album by 2023
2: which if you know anything that's the year now
1: that's right, you're right.
2: <laughs> so it makes that moment all the more
1: impactful. Ten years later, um, and she breaks out a gold record, like an LP of "Good as Gold," um,
2: like the like the vinyl they send out to the moon. The yes. gold record, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they send a vinyl record for aliens to get. I have it. Are you kidding? <laughs>
1: I'll break it out after I got it for Jimmy. For-
2: Christmas. Does just jimmy love it
1: we haven't played it yet
2: i know what we're doing at the end of this podcast i'm staying over and listening
1: to the moon record
2: so i can't believe of all things i thought that reference would be so obscure we'd be talking about it you have i haven't it. and it's songs for those that don't know um scientists nasa, NASA, NASA. scientists have thrown a disc of a record up into space and they want aliens <laughs> to listen to it and it's going to have the best songs of all time they've got jack white on it good as gold got... <laughs> 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 do you think bravo should do their own
1: yes, lunar that would be a disc? great stunt honestly for who
2: for bravo for Bravo? To... hey that's copyright bravo but we are definitely <laughs> in talks to do it so it starts out um an alien imagine an alien this gets to a Saturn moon, and they put on their <laughs> record player, <laughs> and it starts with, Don't be tardy for the party, <laughs> right? Because chronologically, yeah. that's one of the first.
1: Yeah. What about on display?
2: Yeah. And then it goes, er, Records just They go, I don't know if I like this one. Then it's on display. <laughs> and then track three is good as gold. That.
1: Oh. Chic Say Levy.
2: La <laughs> Chic Say Levy is probably. <laughs> like the penultimate track,
1: <laughs> it's so good. Okay, but, yeah, um, so but, but but yeah, it's, it's not... a very sweet moment. Everyone thinks it's so cool. Yes, um, everyone's so happy. Andy loves it, and, and it
2: ties into the legacy of Vanderpump Rules. It makes this reunion special, have a right. bright spot where it connects to the larger Vanderpump Rules universe. Yes,
1: yeah. and they start playing the scene out with Good as Gold, and then it shows Sandoval smoking in all black in the parking lot, and he just goes under his breath, Ugh, blowing it. <laughs>
2: He goes, I am blowing this. <laughs> he's like,
1: like that was pathetic. He's cut. like,
2: no one has ever blown it like me. Like, he, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. He everyone
1: thought. else is like, good ass gold. They're all
2: having fun. And you put it on the record player. They're all dancing. And um,
1: loved it. I hope that's going to get, I hope it gets a prominent place in the clubhouse. And it was real gold. I want one. I would buy, I said last night, I think I would pay upwards of $100. For, for good the as good gold. as gold, gold record.
2: I mean, I think we can get it for a hundred. <laughs> and then, you know, next time we see Sheena, she signs it. She would be stoked to sign the good as gold. Oh my god! Yeah, record.
1: Um, one thing to bring it back to Jack White. Apparently, um, at his third man records in Nashville, they have one of those machines where you can record a record.
0: Right. <laughs> Let's do it.
1: <laughs> but we have to sing good as gold in its entirety
2: so we do a cover yeah and we make it burn it on a record
1: yeah but we could country it good as gold
2: and then we release it amy and riley's cover of good as gold yeah i was also gonna say i just i missed one of the songs that was on that gold record they sent to space rock me (laughs) amadeus by falco
1: (laughs) amadeus amadeus amadeus
2: (laughs) Which speaking of my part mozart (laughs) but do you like that
1: falco song it reminds me of um it was on one of those, like, commercials with, like, the 80s greatest hits, you know? Yeah.
2: But I'm wondering, like, if aliens listen to that, are they really going to get, besides learning who Mozart is, are they going to get any peek into humanity?
1: There, We should also include a DVD of the movie Amadeus, which so, won F. Murray Abraham an Oscar.
2: Now, that's a little harder because what <laughs> format is that going to be on? Records, you know, that's <laughs> ubiquitous. But is this going to be on a DVD, digital? Maybe we
1: could put... um one of those things that like the PR people send out now where it's like you open it and it just like plays. Oh, like a, Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking, I was
2: thinking one of those press boxes where it's like a bunch of, that's what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay, cool.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, so then they start preparing for Raquel to come out and Andy says to Schwartz, who's next to Sandoval they andy goes shorts you know you're moving seats right because they were gonna put raquel between them and ariana goes no he's not
2: which i feel (laughs) like that is like unprecedented and they're
1: just like okay yeah
2: production is just like all right whatever yeah seriously she just shorts just
1: like stops moving he's like okay
2: (laughs) yeah because she doesn't want raquel and tom to be together in front of her yeah she gets her way yeah and uh and then yeah and then sandoval's going god damn, I am blowing this.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, then it goes to the one-on-one where Raquel is wearing her, you know, gray blazer from express
2: gone. It's a gone girl um, outfit. Yeah, totally. You know, when you want to appear innocent or whatever, yeah, they're like,
1: and Rata. Yeah. um, you know, she's talking about Sandoval. She said, he's always rooted for me. He made me feel heard and seen. Um, Andy's like, you never felt that with way with James. She says, no. Um, And then he starts asking about Ariana. He goes, did you think there was a path forward? And she goes, yeah, I guess I was just like living in my own little world. She thought that he would break up with Ariana and that they would just start dating. And that Ariana would be like, cool, that's fine.
2: Goodbye, Tom. (laughs) And hello, Raquel. (laughs) I love you two together. Andy's interview with Raquel is a masterpiece. (laughs) The way he asks his questions with no arch to his eyebrow with no um what's the right word he just lets raquel give her answers but you know he is so like very much enjoying what raquel has to say because she's the perfect interview subject the way right. she i don't know if we already got to the moment where she says oh yeah to the one to get our story straight right it's like yeah it's, it's just You could tell Andy is at loving this interview, but he doesn't let on that this is like the best
1: interview (laughs) ever. Right? Yeah, she's like easily maneuvered. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's you know saying, "You guys have been talking about. There's so much that Ariana ignored. Right. That like she it seemed like she didn't want to know. uh, Raquel was like, it seemed that way. You know, she never pressed Tom. She didn't question him too much. And Andy's like, it sounds like you're blaming her. And she's like, that kind of was our mindset or my mindset. You know, like, yeah. I think, you know, Sandoval just like poisoned her against Ariana or, yeah. or whatever, which is like always what, you know, someone like him would do. Um, She said she was very ashamed about that. Um, They talk about the phone call. Like you said, um, you know, they wanted to get their story straight, but Ariana was demanding details on yeah. the spot.
2: And Raquel says, I felt as pain or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, she's like, I was getting pain <laughs> yeah. from what she was saying. Yeah, she
2: was like, it was giving
0: pain.
1: <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, Raquel just had to drop the idea that they were going to get to lie about how long they've been together and just straight up told her the truth. Um, and she says that they've been talking about the reunion like the whole time.
2: Yeah, he says, uh, did Tom prep you for this? And she says, I'll be honest, we have only... Talked about this since yeah. the day Scandaval was found out.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, he asked her, you know, he's like, "This is a pretty lonely moment in your life. Do you think you'll come back to the show?" And she's like, "I mean, I want to."
2: <laughs> I was stunned by that. She, her, in her dream world, she comes back for season eleven. Yeah, at this moment,
1: literally, what is gonna happen? I have no idea.
2: She's she can't come back on the show. Who? <laughs> okay. Well, Schwartz and or, I mean Sandoval and Raquel are still together or not? Because he didn't he did uh, call her on the phone on a plane. I saw that. Yeah, he was able to call her on. A I mean, plane.
1: who else does he have to talk to?
2: Yeah, I mean they're probably you know uh, bonded yeah. for life after this after going through this. Um, but yeah. I just don't really know how Raquel could be on season eleven unless Sandoval and her are.
1: She can dating. stay in a trailer and it just, just be, like pop in. It could be like we were talking before about the Katy Perry house. We could just have Raquel in a trailer and we'll just cut in. It could be like picture in picture in the corner and just like, let's see what she's doing. So she's
2: technically a cast member, but she's just (laughs) living a life inside the trailer. Would she be watching what was happening on the show?
1: Uh, I think we could share. The producers could share at given times. She'd be fed certain storylines. Honestly,
2: I feel like she would provide just as much in a trailer not interacting with <laughs> cast members as she does as
1: right speaking of then they show sheena in her trailer she's drinking a tall boy white claw or was it a regular white claw uh
2: it looked gigantic but i don't know <laughs> Maybe she's just petite yeah but after having no reaction from raquel in the trailer all of a sudden the trailer is iconic with sheena in there and she's breathing <laughs> so funny dude.
1: yeah uh they're like raquel's coming out ariana how do you feel she goes not great and then they're like tom how do you feel and he goes i don't know (laughs) i don't
2: know he doesn't even know what to say anymore it's going so badly for him he's like he doesn't even know how he feels anymore
1: i really i mean i don't feel sorry for him obviously but i do think about imagine how fucking relieved they were when this day was over
2: can't even imagine that's why they all raced over to that village tavern or whatever and just like right. partied yeah you, you remember yeah. there's like such a celebratory atmosphere they're probably so stoked this yeah. was over and then we get this iconic schwartz moment so right
1: funny what the fuck is wrong with him
2: he it well i schwartz is just naturally funny so anything he does it's like you get like him doing push-ups and stuff yeah. it's just like silly goofball so he, he brings out his prescription for xanax right yeah. or, or is it um, Well,
1: it's lorazepam but that's what that is he's like i don't usually take it uh you know, like, once a month, and then uh, they're all like, Xanax! Lisa's like, Xanax! And everyone's like, what is that? Like, James is like, Jesus Christ, you just have the bottle on hand? Everyone's, like, freaking out. And then Ariana's like, funny that you're taking Xanax, like, implying that, like, she would. And he goes, want some? And just tosses that, the bottle to her. That casual
2: throw of Xanax to Ariana is so funny and silly. <laughs>
1: and like, she even laughs, like, you know was, that she hates him, but she's like, LOL. It, it
2: even broke her guard down. Yeah. She was like, that is funny. Yeah. Just Posta, Zana, they like exactly.
1: pass it down Andy tries to read the label lisa's like stop that and, and it, sandoval's trying to be like sanctimonious the whole time he's like you could just tell them that those are your medications and it's none of their business he, and he's like it's the
2: <laughs> he whispers in his ear like what he needs to do like coaching right shorts right in front of everyone which it, is
1: like he doesn't fucking care like yeah. he's making a joke of it and everyone's laughing like it's not and a it big deal it was fun
2: it was lighthearted. it brought a little bit of levity yeah like
1: Schwartz, Schwartz does not need your advice dude like actually your advice is the worst I w- advice I would think ever. Schwartz was
2: so lame if he goes actually this is my personal business now and you guys can just step when off when he brings
1: like... out an orange pill bottle instead of just having like one Xanax in his pocket right. and just like taking it in right. between scenes
2: yeah they all laugh LVP is laughing it's just like a fun little break before <laughs> little Raquel yeah
1: yeah and then yeah that's it right
2: sandoval goes green light green light green light did you hear him say that green light green light and people are speculating as to what that means people are like (laughs) someone said that's code for um it's like a great gatsby term the green light on the beacon uh, (laughs) when you're looking out at the bay and it means hold on to the fanciful version of your life because you have to (laughs) always focus on that And, and Wow, this is the
1: language arts minute <laughs>
2: yeah i was like that that's what
1: about meant <laughs> i was green getting light. um uh, matthew mcconaughey green, green lights, lights green
0: lights which
2: means a signal that you need to push forward Yeah, what green lights are yeah. yeah and then i think the most occam's razor version of this is that <laughs> there is a green light on set <laughs> it's when go a time. new cast member yeah. is like coming out and like they're getting ready i think that's why he's just saying green yeah. light very not not signifying anything so
1: intense um yeah and then they show the preview for next week um and honestly um is it you know it's a little bit more of the same but the most exciting thing to me is when tom and ariana fully break down yes which is i feel like what i've been waiting for like i'm like this whole thing obviously is so fucked up and the anger is warranted but i want to see the devastation like we haven't gotten to really it's, see that it's yet.
2: like the ariana and sandoval breakup fight where at first there was so much anger and that wasn't nearly as compelling as when ariana actually lets us see how sad she is because right. i would have followed you anywhere it's like yeah. that was the moment that i really latched on because right. it's like I know you're hurting through this, you know, and it can't just all be like hot rage. Like, right. Don't talk. Don't talk. So right. That's why I'm it.
1: like excited. I'm like, I wish we got to that sooner, you know. Like he's sobbing. He says, "I will always love you." Um, she cries. So that's when she says, "I can't imagine two worse people for to have done this." I'm
2: almost wondering though if those moments are at the no. same time right. because they've been I,
1: using that because I
2: don't think Ariana would give him. That like that I'm so emotional right. over you. I feel like they give him his. We know he's gonna get emotional right. and say I love you, but I don't know yeah. if that's gonna be her reaction. To right. That. It's just kind of like yeah. I want to juxtapose those images. I kind
1: of I don't know. I mean, she doesn't owe him anything, but I would like to see something there that is in reference to what they did used to have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
2: t- totally. She's just. I mean, the way he did it, he doesn't. He doesn't get that that clean exit yeah he's honestly lucky he gets after she said anything to say before we never speak again he honestly did get around too like that didn't get to get honored just because of you know the structures of the show right so do you think did we do this reunion part two justice
1: (laughs) i think so um we are officially into know, to our longest episode ever.
2: Yeah. Two hours and 52 minutes. I don't even know what kind of movie is that long. <laughs> I don't think there's a parallel in cinema. Do you think? I mean, I've heard of three hour movies before.
1: Right. What is a notable three hour movie?
2: Titanic is like three and a half. Irishman. Irishman is three and a half. Okay. I, I'll look up specifically what movie like <laughs> it is. but we did good, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, people, uh, Any listeners that are true Bravo heads got a little extra today. We covered a little more than usual.
2: I did want to apologize for a couple things. The Scientology (laughs) minute. I don't know how well that's going to land.
1: Any of our Scientology turtles. We still love you, but you need to think about what's next for you.
2: Well, I tried to make that very, I tried to make that very clear that I don't disparage the religion. I just thought it was interesting that Lindsay Hubbard is from Clearwater, Florida, and that rumor suggests that she's, L. Ron Hubbard's granddaughter.
1: And she likes to use and abuse people like her granddaddy.
2: Yeah. But uh, of course we will take out those moments if we at all get worried.
1: I do love Tom Cruise though.
2: Me too. Right. I know. It's like, that's why I don't, I don't take it too much to heart. I don't know. People are not going to like the Scientology minute. I want to <laughs> apologize about the Al Pacino minute. Um, I get, I got a little tired towards the end and I kind of, my brain, uh, flopped a little bit when we were talking about andy and raquel's one-on-one but hopefully people will p- permit that a yeah. little bit
1: well we still have one more week to go do you think that they're gonna have any um secrets revealed for this one or no
2: yeah i mean i think they have to or do you think they just
1: use them up on the peacock
2: yeah like the pumped up version yeah took them all i don't know but if maybe we can fold in a secrets reveal with the you know another episode or something when it yeah. comes out. Um. um well, yeah, do you want to do just our, our final business? Sure. I just I do want to say there is some merit to subscribing to us on YouTube. Even if you never go on YouTube and you never watch us, it benefits us tremendously if you do want to subscribe to YouTube. Yeah. And then if you want to hear Amy and I talk even longer than three hours <laughs> about stuff like that gold record that got shot into space, <laughs> we... We do, we got a little bit of a more sillier vibe on the Patreon with our Villa Rosa VIP. So, if you ever want to hear us more, subscribe to our Patreon because some silly stuff comes out on that Patreon feed. Would you say?
1: Yeah, it's Goof Town Central.
2: Yeah. Um, population two. <laughs>
1: that's right. Um, and we're going to hit up Pride this weekend and we'll probably post some funny shit on there for that.
2: Oh, for sure. We haven't even talked about the future of us. <laughs> Pride this weekend.
1: Yeah uh dj james kennedy featuring jacks yep june 13th uh,
2: june 13th but we'll have some episodes before then I, yep. I hope
1: um and yeah we're yeah making our way through the early seasons and it's only gonna get better uh a lot of laughs over there and uh honestly also our patreon page i think is a great little community because when you listen to a podcast you don't really have anywhere to comment besides you know on our yeah. po- like social media posts but on the patreon you can comment directly on the podcast itself
2: yeah and we'll, which is fun yeah and we'll pose questions like what is the movie where the millers and we'll ask our <laughs> patreon subscribers to answer what that movie is because amy and i will never look into it <laughs> until we watch it so that's the kind of fun that goes on in patreon
1: yeah it's great um yeah and then if you want some silly ass merch as always our etsy shop has fun things on there But yeah, other than that,
2: other than that, I think it's time for Amy and I to go to bed in our (laughs) respective homes and take a reprieve. And we have a Patreon to record tomorrow. That's right. So as I say every week, no one loves you more than Amy (laughs) and I. If you ever think of trying to imagine someone who loves you, imagine Amy and I staring directly at you saying, I love you. Right?
1: (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you.
2: All right. Love <laughs> you so much. Go to sleep and we'll see you the next time we have an episode. <laughs> Good night. Bye.
0: This one's for you tonight. Botox Cosmetic. of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.